Welcome to episode 52 of Press Any Key. I'm your host, Pat Amparano. With me is always my co-host, Mike Burke, Nick Havistro, or Nick McFly. Thank Forget, you. That's what we bill you as. My bad. Christian name. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> as, <laughs> my, as my parents would and have always, wished. And always, on the ones and twos, give it up for Jess Rossi, everyone. Woo! I have returned. Mm-hmm. Back from the dead. <laughs> or just Las Vegas. AKA Vegas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that seance really worked out. <laughs> it's spooky season, people. Um, so yeah, if uh, you like what you see, like the like the stream and uh, if you like the called? intro to this show, yeah, and uh, <laughs> subscribe because we need that shit. And I don't say it enough, quite honestly. You say it every show now. Do I? It's important. This is it is. engagement. It is. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, and also the other thing I want to mention is if you're listening to this or watching this on YouTube. Go to the Apple Podcast app and leave us a review. Or there have been some fun there have ones. There have been some really <laughs> fun oh, ones yeah. that have come through. You want to read them? No. No. You bring them up? No, no, no. That's for you. So that's viewer for, that's or for, listener that's, to. There you go. That's your Easter egg <laughs> yeah, to yeah. go to on this show. Um, what were we talking about? Nothing. Talk we about. haven't started the show yet. <laughs> what were we talking about before this? <laughs> Alec Baldwin. We are talking about Alec Baldwin. Uh, yeah, so... Um, everybody at this point has already heard about the Alec Baldwin tragedy, which I hate that that's how I'm going to put it because it's really, what's her name? Malnia. I'll look up her name. I don't want to mispronounce it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how to say it even by reading it. So, mm-hmm. um, let's look it up. Jess got it up. You got it up. What's her name? Jess, read it for me. Cause I will sound like an idiot. Which name are you looking for? The, the DP. The person the one who, that died? Yeah, yes. the person who died. Helena Hutchins? <laughs> Helena. Helena. I don't know if Helena or Helena. You couldn't, Helena. You, couldn't, you couldn't figure out how to pronounce it. Well, the other thing is, like, I don't, I don't really read. Helena, I just kind of scan and take the information yeah. I need. You know what I mean? So well, That's good. That's, yeah. well, that's, what, that's America 2021. <laughs> <laughs> we had a great school system here. Yeah. Yeah. TLDR. So, um, <laughs> you know, rest in peace to her and condolences to her whole family. And the thing was is that we... We were going to talk about it when it first broke, but then I kind of thought to myself, like, I don't feel like there's enough official information around this yet to really, like, cover and, like, go over the events of what happened. I've talked to some people who are in the industry who understand the process of these things, and there is definitely someone who is negligible in this instance. Uh, Everything's kind of pointing towards, like, the armorer and the prop department. Uh, But like I said, that's... That's not like Nothing there's well there's like yet. it's like there's a podcast that says like she was and that she said she she didn't know if she was qualified to take her last job she's and like she's had she handed a a, a gun to an eleven year old on like a, a set of another film oh, and that like the gun itself had live ammunition in it because they actually she actually took that gun shooting like a week or something beforehand. And, you know, like I said, there's a lot of a lot of and there's no official narrative yet. So I instead of being like all the other hacks that are like, let's throw Alec Alec Baldwin crying in the thumbnail and like, you know, talk about it. Not good. Yeah. I'd rather, you know, talk about the other serious situation that happened in Hollywood this week that, you know, we can poke fun at because nobody died. Well, at least I think so. There's the injuries. But yeah, (laughs) injuries. But no one died. No deaths. <clears throat> and people getting hurt is always funny on this show. <laughs> Check out our clip of the week. Check out our clip. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, <laughs> yeah, you doing good over there? You on board with this? 
The show just started. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> come I, on. I feel like I feel like we're watching a football game, and every second we got to stop. You know, penalty <laughs> on the field. I'm just wondering. You know, like I'm just saying. We're, Damn, I'm not gonna hold back. All right. Anyway, um, so yeah, uh, there you go. That's Alec Baldwin. You want to go speculate? Go watch someone else's. Show. I don't even know if I want to speculate. It's just like. In, it, like it, that's crazy that that was that happened on a major movie set in 2021. Like with all the regulations that there are, just well, the fact that that's, well, the, that's problem. the problem is that it was so low budget and that see we're doing it. Uh, we can talk about that. We we're not talk talking about because this, this is legit. But. This is legit information that came out is that Alec Baldwin is kind of at fault here because he's a producer on the film and he oversaw the firing of union members and hiring non-union members to take their place and then this is what happened because literally the a day later with the union so yeah. and also like let's we don't even need to mention the horrible working conditions for the crew which like they booked them a hotel 50 miles away from the shoot uh and, you know they got to be there at 6 30 in the morning you know it was just uh the producers did what the producers normally do and it came to bite them in the ass in the most horrible way and a woman you know, a child no longer has a mother and a husband knows no longer has a wife because of somebody else's negligence, mm -hmm. you know? So, and uh, that armor definitely ain't getting hired again. That is for sure. <clears throat> See, this is what I didn't want to do. No, that's <laughs> fine. I think, I think that's important mm -hmm. to talk about is like the fact that they were like, you know, getting non-union people. So to next point where yeah. he's like, well, how could this happen with all of these things? It's like, well, and unfortunately, like I said, but prior to this, since we're doing it anyway, I don't work in the film industry. I've done a few small, like, short films. Which ones? <laughs> you can go look these up. <laughs> Check out my IMDb page uh, here. Actually, my newest one, I'm not credited in. Ooh. And the other ones, they didn't credit me at sound department in, you fucks. So where the fuck was that piece of yeah, shit? Yeah, we're calling you out. Actually, I haven't seen that film, that that second one I did. The did, first did one it I actually did. go out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Released. Yeah, yeah. It not good. Um the Black first Panther. The first one we did though, uh I think it's called Super, is it? Super 8? No, not Super 8. Super the one <laughs> it with was good. Uh, Rain Wilson. That was good. <laughs> uh, that was good. That was about a, a superhero that loses his powers because he's grieving over the loss of his girlfriend. That's a cool premise. Yeah, yeah. I who, did sound on that. Who? Oh, you? I was gonna say, what did you do? Oh no, yeah, yeah. I did not act in that one. I did sound. We got bugs in here. I did sound on that. One more week. <laughs> <laughs> the cold will come. Um, I did sound on that, and then the funny part is the director of that film, two or three years later, called me up and tried me to get into an MLM. So you know. I oh, there think, you go. I don't think we're on speaking terms anymore. So this week's episode is brought to you by Protein Shake. <laughs> I didn't know uh, that guys did MLMs too. I thought it was just Cutco. Oh, yeah. I think well, Cutco okay, is Okay, I gotta be honest. Me. It was like some Matrix shit where he was like, why don't you meet me for a cup of coffee? And I was like, for what? Oh, he was like, you don't even want to meet me for a cup of coffee? You don't want to like, learn how to be your I own like, boss over you, a cup of was, coffee? He was like, take back your financial freedom. I was I, like, do dude, you oh know God. what I, I do that. for a Those living? Magic I, words, I love, I love, you could be financially independent. Like, what am I now? It's like, listen, buddy, okay, I didn't spend all my money shooting a short film that would never go anywhere with guys Guys who claim to be professional but were well below bar. Okay, buddy, that's not me. I didn't do that. That's you. All right. So I want to ask you though, did you guys ever do Cutco? I did no. not. I know I you almost did, though. did. I did it for one day and I quit mm -hmm. after that one day after I had to convince my best friend's mom to buy something for me. I just felt so shameful. I was like, I can't. This is not the life for me. Yeah. My one friend did it and made two thousand dollars in one week and then never did it again. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's great. I did the whole like interview thing, which yep. looking back on it, that was such bullshit. Like mm-hmm. they'll take, they take everyone. They're yeah. like, okay, make sure we're going to ask questions. And if you don't smile when you answer the question, <laughs> you might not get the job. So we're like, okay, we'll all smile. Guys, like it was so stupid. You guys want to know how and, then, and then I got really excited because they were like, we're going to give you this job. And it was my first right. job. So I go home and my, I tell my parents and they're like, going. We're not gonna send you out here to sell knives to strangers. Like yeah. you're not going to how, some how stranger's house with knives. Point? Yeah, um, I was in Children. high school. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna when, send my teenage well, daughter out Mike, to sell knives. They're not gonna. Yeah. They're not gonna hire adults who know any better. They're gonna <laughs> yeah. hire kids. Yes, exactly. Uh, let me correct that. Um, so my when I was looking for a job my senior year of college, and I was just applying, applying, applying. You know, you get the pyramid schemes calling you out the wazoo. Uh, so I had this one called FSA financial assets. You pricks, uh, three re- call out, calling you, calling you out, you motherfuckers. Uh, I had a three, ra- Ooh, yeah. three round interview process, right? Three rounds. I'm taking you off the turnbuckle. <laughs> Where did, what just came out of your mouth? <laughs> a little squeaky squeak. <laughs> God damn it, that was funny. <laughs> um, but basically, what happened was I was so stupid, I accepted what I thought was a sales position, but it also had no base salary. You know what I mean? You set your own salary. You can travel all you hours. want. Yeah. Set your uh, own hours. So um, either way, though, when, when my friends were like, you're a fucking moron, dude. That is 100% a pyramid scheme. I was like, how do you know? And then, like, you know, I was desperate to get a job, so I was, like, putting up, like, the denial blinders, right? Then, finally, like, someone got through to me, and I was like, hey, I don't think I should really accept a position. Like, I'm not I'm not accepting this role. They called me for mm-hmm. a week straight. Yeah. And then I finally just text them, and I said, listen, buddy, don't fucking call me again because I'm not joining a pyramid scheme. That Saturday, we were out at a bar, and I guess that dude was drunk, and he sent me an animated YouTube video titled... What really is a pyramid scheme? I just blocked him right after that. I blocked his number. That's Wait, what is it? Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's, a pyramid, it. it's an inverted know. funnel. Scheme. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, I had another one try to get me a few years ago and they kept calling me and I called her. I picked up the phone. I was like, hey, listen, I'm not interested in working with a pyramid scheme. All right. Don't fucking call me. And I hung up. She called me back. And I picked up and I go, what the fuck do you want? And she goes, you don't have the right to question our business practices. And I go, if it wasn't a pyramid scheme, why are you calling me? And she yeah. just hung up. I was like, yeah, exactly. Because I could fucking turn you over to the FBI right now and it would be done. Well, I mean, it's not like the, the FBI is it's like cracking MLMs down. are technically legal. Law and order MLM. <laughs> Law and order MLM. <laughs> Actually, I want to see that. <laughs> Have you guys seen the John Oliver episode course, about MLMs? It's so fucking great. They're just like their their CEOs are just preachers. They're like big Baptist preachers at the end That's of the it. day. Yeah, yeah, and they're fucking the people who work for MLMs are idiots, and the people who run them are fucking vile human beings. Well, that's the thing. Literally the 1% at the top make the money and everybody else like 80 to 90% well, below. Has the proper the, the product Oliver, in their garage. Yeah. Didn't John Oliver do the math? They said if you hit your quota every month to sell to a new person right. five times, the way it works, you'd only be able to do that 13 times. And that's the population yeah. of, yeah, exponential. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> like if you iterate five to whatever the second power or yeah. third power, 
13 times <laughs> yeah, the population of the world. Like, it's really not that much. Yeah. Um, but we were talking about Alec Baldwin, right? Not anymore. Okay. Yeah. It's <laughs> talking about joining the press any key downline. If you're interested in starting your own podcast, <laughs> yeah. how, did we, how did we shift from, from Alec Baldwin to MLMs? Nick was talking about Cutco. Um, oh, sound. I was doing. Sound. Pat was doing. Sound. Oh, right. yeah. And, my, um, my, my, my he's point, on IMDb. If right, you want right. to check it out. My point with that was just that, like, you know, these were low budget things. I, you know, reached out to some of those people I had worked with previously and on these bigger shoots. And now that the people I used to work with are farther along in their career, they're getting on like Netflix shoots and like, like my one, one of my old friends, he like everybody that he knows works for Netflix at this point. And like, you wouldn't find this type of discrepancy on like a Marvel set or like a Warner brothers set. You know what I mean? Like they are extremely good to their people. This was not one of those times. This was low budget, like guerrilla shooting. We're going to treat you like this is a $200 million. When you say really good to their people, do you mean like normal, like, Oh, you're working 13 hour days and you adhere to like the industry industry standard. standard. Yeah. 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 Like, and also meal time. I mean, breaks, like, but the other thing is like, you know, just to, before we get off topic, the one thing that I did see was that people are saying that they want to shift. They, they really wish like <clears throat> they could shift to having nothing but like blanks and squibs be BFX. Like that's it. Like use gas powered airsoft guns. So you get the kickback and the blowback and the recoil and everything, but you don't get a, but there is no muzzle flash that could just be added later. Right. Same with the sound. But the problem is, is that they don't pay those VFX what artists what they're worth anyway, and you're going to just saddle them with all that work well, now. I mean, but is, is it the really cost of that worth somebody's, somebody's life? life? Yeah, but the the thing is, is that like this isn't a normal occurrence. The last time this happened was in 1993, and once again, that was lack of safety meetings, and because they did a shot well, where they loaded a dummy bullet into the into the gun. I don't want to. And then they did the wide with a with a blank, and it shot the bullet that was lodged in the barrel at Brandon Lee. Well, mm. so I mean, I don't want to like maybe maybe I don't know shit, but I feel like muzzle flash, like that's that's not a labor right. intensive thing. Maybe if you're doing a scene with like a crazy amount, like you you know like the scenes in the Matrix and the you know with you know, the scene, but I mean like a handgun, right? And maybe in my point is kind of this one. When I say they don't pay those VFX art artists, the studios that did Sonic and the fucking Lord of the Lord of the Rings, the Lion King remake, shut down after those movies came out because Disney just refused to pay them. Seth Rogen is guilty of this too. They didn't pay the animators of Sausage Party afterwards. Really? Yeah, and there's no legal recourse for them to follow because it's like you either get what we pay you, regardless of how much time you put in, or like go fuck yourself. We're not working with you again. And the other thing is, this is kind of my opinion, but I feel it it's more objective than not. <clears throat> Why does Star Wars still look good all these years later? Why does Jaws still look good all these years later? Jurassic Park. Because 95% of it is in camera. There's something it's in front of the yeah. camera. It's really there. So I'm just saying, you know, visual effects, the only reason visual effects age is because our visual effects get better and our brains but and are, minds get accustomed to it. Is that, are you saying that that's a reason that we should continue <coughs> using squibs that have a muzzle flesh? I'm saying there's no reason to throw out the baby with the bathwater because this happens well, he, once every 30 here's, years. Here's maybe a middle ground. Maybe if you're, you're firing at a person, you use like a, you know, like you said, a gas powered, like airsoft type rifle. The shot that Alec Baldwin was doing from what I understand was they were trying to do, you know, 
down the barrel of the gun type shot, which is why he was firing it at the director and the DP. Well, see, that's not what I heard. I heard, I heard they were rehearsing because if they were, even either, if they were firing way, at the even camera, if, even if, even if they were rehearsing it, he's he's pointing it at the you know the the people running the cameras. Yeah. If you're if that's part of the shot, the rehearsal, whatever. Maybe you don't use something with yeah. You know, but here's the other thing too: is that directors and cinematographers are not standing behind viewfinders anymore and like looking like they're like thirty yards away behind monitors with a walkie-talkie talking to the AD who's directing Alec Baldwin. You know what I mean? So that's why, like, like I said, we 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 don't know for sure right now. That's why there's speculation that they were doing rehearsal, and the reason why a real bullet was in there was because. An experienced armorer, and they did a close-up of loading a round in, and then she never took it out and then put the blanks in there. I mean, and then never loaded the blanks. And the AD handed him the gun, Mm -hmm. not the properties master, and that's who's supposed to do it, or the armorer. See, even that, I don't know for sure. But even just my limited experience on set... There's people who have these jobs for a reason. And there's actual there's there's protocols, and it's kind of like when you're dealing with that kind of thing, it really is like, no, you handed them that, hand it back, Plus, and go get the person who does let's it. Let's like, be real. How many fucking John Wick movies did they make? And there's plenty of squibs and blanks in those movies, and true. nobody got hurt. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah. let's move on, because I don't want to spend too much time on it, and I know we, we still got to talk about Squid and Dune, and I don't want to go over. Um, <clears throat> uh, Ruby Rose allegations. You guys hear about this at all? She's not I a don't, good I person. Don't have any <laughs> info. Okay. Um, you watch the bat. You watch. Did anyone here watch any of the CW shows? No, no. Jess. Um, no, not anymore. Not anymore. Not what anymore. <laughs> what happened? Okay. You know, well, I used to. I should have just to, said no. <laughs> I know. I know. I should have because now I have to explain myself that I used to watch Riverdale. Okay, move on. Uh-huh. Okay. I've I've seen episodes of Riverdale. I've seen episodes of The Flash, and I was like, oh. <laughs> And I don't want any oh, wait. of those shows. I'm not thinking about Riverdale. I'm thinking about is Sabrina. Is that part of the CW? Oh no, that's on Netflix. New Sabrina's Netflix. But they're re- they're related, right? Yes, they're connected. Yes, Old it's Sabrina. in the same. It's universe. the same bullshit. It's all bad. All all. I, season one of Sabrina wasn't that bad, but no, I, it, I'm excited for season two when it comes. In. I like Salem the cat. <laughs> yeah, it was the best part. Well, of that I, show. Uh, well. What uh, in the he doesn't talk in the yeah I know that's bullshit. But Ambrose is pretty fucking cool. I don't know what that means. He's pretty cool. So you, you agree? Cat? Yes, I Am- do agree. Yeah, is Ambrose yeah. a cat? No, he's no. a person. <laughs> well, I, I only care. Pat and I are only here for talking cats. Yeah, so I'm here for talking. Cat well, talk. then this show is not for you. <laughs> cat chat. Cat chat. Liz, Liz is gonna run out here any second. Cat chat. <laughs> Hi, Liz. Um... <laughs> Let me go get my cats. I'll be right back. Um, Install a cat door. Actually, so I can come in freely. Can we? Can we for the shows? Can we have a cat cam where it's just like a GoPro inside the house, set up on like one of the cat trees? Maybe. Maybe. Right. Let's let's see I what the, let's see what the cats are doing. Thought this fucking guy was gonna ask me if I could drill a hole through my wall <laughs> I and did. install That's a what tube I said. or like you know. I suggested it, and he was like, "Wait, can I want? No, I want I want cat cam." I think my common law father all is gonna blow a fucking gasket if I decide to make one more hole in the drywall. 
be a wreck. Uh, he's, he's, he's gone along with it. He's he's suggested a lot more than you have. Well, that's because once he sees where it's going and that, you know, he thinks that, you know, I'm not a moron, then like he'll be like, oh, okay, I can add to Let's, this. You might, you might get you might, a, spon- a shout out, sponsorship so shout double out. D. Anyway, buy a house from him. We're <laughs> no. trying to go on vacation. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about Ruby Rose allegations. Ruby Rose was the former star of the Batwoman TV show, and uh, she orig- she came off popularity from The Meg with Jason Statham, which regardless of what you think of that movie, it did good business. People like it. She's also in Orange is the New Black. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. And she's getting a sequel. And not she's... The Meg is getting a sequel. Um, <sighs> either way, she decided to make a public statement about why she left Batwoman. And originally it was um, just, I hurt my back and I can't do these stunts anymore. Now, uh, that was in May 2020. And so it was like they forced her out. They treated her badish. And no, like, no, no, no. That wasn't what it was originally. It was the back. People, I, I remember I saw people online saying, don't harass actress, actresses. Well, it's it's like, you know, it, eh, I don't think that's really it. I You know. People saying "go fuck yourself" online doesn't change you making a hundred grand an episode on TV. You know, fuck all those people. You know what I mean? Let's like Dave Chappelle said: "Who cares what goes on on Twitter? Twitter's not a real place." Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, but you're gonna comment section's gonna go wild, (laughs) bad. (laughs) Um, well, it comes out now that Ruby Rose decided to like take on the producers of the show. Um, the head of Warner TV in general, and basically, you know, alleging that it was unsafe and that they were unkind to her and that um, it was so much so that, like, accidents were happening all the time. She hurt her back, and they wanted her back on set doing stunts 10 days later, like, after having surgery and everything, like, having to, like, basically relearn how to walk. And people were, like, telling her that she's too stiff in scenes. It's like, well, yeah, I'm fucking... I was immobile for 10 days and now I'm here dressed in this fucking suit. So she made all these allegations and she did it in the worst font possible because you can't read these fucking Instagram posts. So (laughs) that's the one critique I have of this. Um, Some real Brendan Fraser shit. Yeah, yeah. So um, all that goes on. Then uh, Warner Media comes right out and says it like, no, we fired her because she was horrendous to work with. Right. But it gets a little bit deeper than that. Because Ruby Rose is alleging such safety, like neglect and safety, that a stuntman had his fucking face burned off in front of people. And now he's two-faced on the show. And when COVID... (laughs) (laughs) That man launched his acting career. (laughs) Holy shit. You take lemons and you... You'd be perfect for Two Face. <laughs> you're you're going to be a star. They're like dressing his face, the director runs over. Wait, wait, wait. So. Leave it. So, <laughs> so, he's perfect. <laughs> we can rebuild him. Big draw. We have the technology, but I don't want to spend a lot of money. Um, but basically, what ended up happening was that. Uh, all this happens. She alleges all this shit, right? All this unsafe, it's rude, mean, everything, all that stuff. Then Saturday night, uh, well, I guess last night, we were playing New World, and I see this tweet come up from. Oh, let me pull it up. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know. I realize what's what's going on here. Um, let me pull it up on my finder. Don't cut to the the screen yet. Don't, be so, don't show anybody. <laughs> you can't see what's going you can't on. See. <laughs> It'll shatter the illusion. Ooh. All right. Um, 
Who the fuck is it? Did I? I say I know I Did have. I it. do that. <laughs> okay, so here we go. So Alana Pierce tweeted this last night and said, uh, "In the interest of supporting workers um, who are coming forward, I know multiple people who worked on Batwoman while this was going down and was told." The network fired Ruby because she was horrendous to work with. It takes a lot to fire a lead. So that particular article that we read last night cites that she was a fucking monster. Like anyone <laughs> below the line, that's what the, basically the working class of film is. You know, the G&E guys, the grips, the makeup people, the costume people, set design, right? She was, they were non-existent to her. Jess, can we get some of those, um, the... Uh the oh. drops from uh, Oh Lottie Da walking around on oh, my Christian set. Bale, yeah. the Christian, Christian Bale. Bale's on there. This would be perfect for this. Um, <laughs> so basically, uh, it was in the sense that like I one part of the story reads that she opened up a door and had like her food right here, right? <laughs> her craft plate of her tacos. Cr- like- and for whatever reason, she fucking just dropped, like, she dropped it, but not just dropped it. I mean, like, made a mess, like, hardcore in the studio. And instead of being like, oh, shit, my bad, let me ch- at least try to clean it up. Because then if she tried to, the other people would be like, no, 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 don't. You got to get into makeup and stuff. Like, you got shit to do, right? She just looked at them and was like, well, and, like, kept walking. The other thing that uh, was kind of, like, really fucking prima donna was that they set up her green room and they put six space heaters in there because quote unquote she was used to australian heat so that's what she wanted in her green room right didn't what even the use the fuck, fuck are you doing there, there we go, go. <laughs> didn't even didn't even she's just a lizard exactly <laughs> you know they, they put like a stone hut and she crawled inside yeah. <laughs> why is my rock cold <laughs> Hey Ruby, we took out all the space eaters, so we just put this big red lamp. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Open the door. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, so the guy burned half of his face. <laughs> God damn, that poor guy did not mean to get dragged into this. Um, but yeah, so basically, you know, that's that's what I'm saying here is that you know, not a good person, you know. And here's the thing. If we have to take Ruby Rose at her word, and she has since released some emails that she says back up her claims. However, I'm not entirely sure what that means because they are the most incoherent things I've ever read. I didn't even take screenshots of them because they're not worth us getting into. They could both be true to do, to a degree. Right. They, they, they both could suck. Right, yeah. right, right. <laughs> they both could, could suck. Bad. But it's also one of those things where it's like, well, if I have to take her at her word, then I have to take the PA at her word, right? And if not, then I take none of them. You know what I'm saying? So, uh... <laughs> Some fun stuff. <laughs> Ruby Rose also fired Zack Snyder, and she's the reason uh, Wonder Woman 1984 was so bad. She's probably connected to the 2016 election, too. <laughs> Just trust us on this one, right? Remarked Dale Warner, one of the Warner brothers. <laughs> uh, then we have... These are joke okay, tweets, this, by the way. Start, yes, this starts with Warner Bros. says Ruby Rose actually fired Ray Fisher, followed by <laughs> that second one, and then we have this one. Uh, Ruby Rose fired Ray Fisher and helped Amber Heard get a pay raise in a multi-movie <laughs> deal. Okay, so she's causing all types of fucking trouble at Warner Shut Brothers. The fuck up, Ruby. <laughs> <laughs> and they had to get rid of her. You know, so it's... It, 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 wow. <laughs> also like that we call out Twitter as like, this place is fake. And then it's like, so check out these funny, funny tweets we found for yeah. y'all. You know, it's... I don't know. I don't know how else to, to go through it. You know what I mean? It's just like... And now I don't know how to feel because 
Walter, I think, I think the, the important thing to say is just like with the Alec Baldwin thing, we don't really know what's going on. These are it's all just speculation but and I feel people's like, conjecture at this point. But careful, watch out! Spider. <laughs> I feel like this is more worth it to take the piss out of than Alec Baldwin right now, regardless yeah. Yeah, of the negligence. There's, I mean, also like less implications of <laughs> no one died. Well, that guy got his face <laughs> melted off. So. Yeah, he's he's living a a half faced life. But he's alive. Well, the other thing, with, and actually my mom made this point to me on the phone yesterday, is that when stuntmen die, you know, not that I'm saying like that that they should be in situations where it's you go unsafe. You Valhalla, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. It's, 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 they shouldn't, I'm not saying that they should be put into situations where their life is at risk. It's just that's the job of the stunt guy. It's like to being, be, being a cop, like your life is in harm's way sometimes. I just think it'd be like much cooler to die as a stunt man, like on a wild, like yeah. you know, explosive plane jumping stunt rather than like, or on Deadpool two on a highway in a motorcycle accident. Right. Did as opposed, happen? yes, it did. Yeah. Oh, as yeah. opposed to being like, I had a heart attack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what hey, he God thinks damn. on it. All right, cool. We talked about this. Can we talk about shit that we want to talk about now? Hey, man, you made the uh, show. Yeah, you're right. Uh, let's talk about the Uncharted trailer. Uncharted. Yeah, Mike, let's talk about it. Okay. I don't have a ton to talk about for oh, okay. it. All right. Um, straight up, everybody knows here, I fucking love the Uncharted games. I think they're some of the best games ever made, and I think adapting a Naughty Dog movie, is it, the script is written for you because uh, they're basically movies in video game form. You know what I'm saying? There better be a little... Crash Bandicoot somewhere in the background in this film somewhere. A PlayStation somewhere. Just some little things. I need little little Easter eggs. Little for Jack me. and Daxter. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's all I care about. What about you? I never played any of the games. I actually haven't played them either. Really? Yeah. Oh. oh. Jess? Are you chewing gum right now? No. I was like, what oh is God. that fucking noise? <laughs> on Did you just <laughs> No. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but go on. I never played the games, but the trailer looked pretty cool. Oh, yeah? You think it does look good? Okay, so... I mean, that's the thing. It's like you and I were kind of briefly touching on it the other day, and somebody who played the video games is can actually assess, oh, why did they take these parts of this game and that game and put them together, and why is yeah. this here? Somebody coming in with no background of the game, so I was like, that looked like a fun action movie. Oh, so yeah. is it is it like a composite of several games? They took the the sequence that's in the trailer, the big one, where... You the, know the one. Yeah, mm -hmm. the one with all the um, pallets of cargo like flying out of the back of the plane. Right. That is literally the biggest sequence in Uncharted 3. So they just took that and they put that in the first film in this series. You know right. what I mean? Um, I also like to believe that maybe this takes place in the same universe because they are way fucking younger than they are in the games. Like Sully should have... Sully honestly should be Stephen Lang. And that's Mark Wahlberg's character? Yes. Or, yeah. Uh, also, I don't know if you guys Can knew this. Who's Stephen Lang? My Blind guy in Don't Breathe. Okay, all right. Also, the villain in Avatar, your favorite movie. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, Why you say that? <laughs> how dare you? Um, <laughs> the other thing is, like, there was Nathan Fillion did an Uncharted uh, fan film with Stephen Lang as Sully uh, a few years ago, and... Like that right there. Why didn't they just hire them the to man do that? Exactly. He like sounds. That. He sounds exactly like Nathan Drake too. Nolan North. Yeah. 
um, I think the thing, you know, it's like, obviously they're, they're just like, well, who are the big name actors? And the other thing is they want to build a franchise off of it. So they're Mark like Wahlberg, like who you want to go towards well, right now. Well, the reason they hired him was because he was in talks in development of a, a an uncharted, uncharted movie like 10 years ago. Mm. So they kind of just threw him a bone and were like, here, you can have the Sully part. But, um, so right. it's like, all right, Tom Holland, he's go- he's young. It's going to be, you know, we're setting ourselves up for a decade or two of movies. But it's also like Amy Pascal is the producer and she also produces the Spider-Man movies. Yeah. So, of course, she was she's like, well, I got this hot young star in these other movies, so I'm going to bring him over here, too. They should but- just put Ned as Nathan Drake. <laughs> 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 uh, we can't tell if he's 19 or 43. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Um, I guess the other thing I, um, it's important is like Tom Holland got cast in this in 2017. So they really? waited for him to age up before, but it ain't enough. So did they, did they wait for him to age up or wait for him to like be like less in like for Spider-Man and shit to finish? I don't Probably know about that particularly, but it's funny you bring that up because two things when they finished filming this movie, they immediately they had one day off, and the next day they flew him down to Atlanta to start doing Spider-Man three. Right? Oh my God! And two things happened. One, they tried to put him in that wig again that Peter was in the first two movies, and he's like, "No, absolutely not." And he fought Amy Pascal on like, "I'm having my fucking I'm ra- regular hair. Peter's having cool hair in this movie. The same <laughs> hair as Nathan Drake." And the second thing was they had to go back and reshoot I stuff. Because he was still walking like Nathan Drake. Oh, I remember you were talking yeah. about that. And yeah. he wasn't out of character yet. They were like, what are you doing? They were like, what are you talking about? He's walking like, like I got brass balls like, is what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. like, you're, like, you're not walking like Peter. You're walking like Nathan. It's like, I don't, what are you talking Like, I'm, I do the... They're like, no, we have to reshoot this shit because of you. So... You know, well, why didn't you tell me while we were doing? <laughs> well, that's the thing is I don't think it was like months later. It was like, you know, they did like a bunch of takes and they were like, looked you, at it and yeah, post, yeah, yeah. Well, not even in post, not, like on the day, like at a daily and was like, yeah, we got to redo this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I get why I get why they, they but I don't know. I just kind of feel like they, they missed an opportunity by not casting someone who's at least a little bit older, like someone in their early 30s, not their early 20s. So what's well, I like, mean, even late 20s, like you can get somebody younger. It doesn't have yeah. to be like, this is the exact age of somebody as Nathan Drake. But yeah. I mean, but I mean, I think you're also like, you're getting, you know, the the Venn diagram of like a lot of people who like video games, a lot of people who like Marvel, Spider-Man, et cetera. Like there's a big overlap. Right. So it's like by <laughs> grabbing Tom Holland in the center. A lot of people, right. a lot of people are saying that I just see Spider-Man without his suit. Yep. And I go, probably what you what they want you to think you know that's the other thing like i keep hearing these takes um i think i was watching uh you guys know full fat videos no No. full fat fat movies um they were saying like i have no interest in seeing a a young uh nathan drake uncharted movie where it's like okay well i mean like just because we're doing an uncharted movie doesn't mean it's like well it's got to cover the 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 games i i hope I hope it has nothing to do with with like a lot of the stuff from the games and just touches plot points here and there and does its own thing rather than try to recreate it beat so, for beat. Yeah, what? I mean, I get drawing inspiration, but mm-hmm. also doing your own. But thing. obviously, there's the ship. You know, like uh, they're doing. They are well. It's like they're doing the plot from Uncharted Four, mm-hmm. and they're taking elements from all the games. But the reason they cast Tom Holland is because in Uncharted Three, there's a section where you play as Nathan when he's like. 15 oh, 16. Younger. Okay. Yeah, and like you, 
you know, that's they build the whole backstory with his brother Sam, who they mention in the trailer, but they don't show, and I don't know who's playing him yet. You know, if he's even in it. Right. What is like the demeanor of the games? Because I don't like from looking at Indiana the, Jones, but with way more guns. That's what I kind of got. So it's like more serious actiony, or because I like from the trailer, I was it's, like, Mark Wahlberg's going to make it kind of funny-ish. I feel. Yeah, it's I, that's the whole thing. Is like, well, the whole the other thing about this is like. What'll happen is like it's one of those things where like Sully and Nathan Nate will be on like they'll do something and then something will separate them and Sully will be like I'll meet you on the other side, kid. Right. And then you know as Nathan you have to you know fight a bunch of dudes, do a big set piece. There's one part in Uncharted Four where you're straight up hanging off the side of a truck on like a rope as it's going over a bridge and you're like smashing through different fucking scaffoldings and shit. And afterwards, like Terminator three, <laughs> the, the <laughs> truck, you, you swing back up, land on the back of the truck. The truck explodes. You fly off the front. You land on a motorcycle, punch the guy off. You drive the motorcycle. And then there's a giant truck behind you. Sounds like the matrix it's, too. It's like some Sounds cr- like James Bond <laughs> like, too. Like, like yeah. I said, these games are high flying, you know, action. Yeah. So it's Indiana Jones, but in our times rather than back in fighting Nazis. Right. Right. Okay. Plus, I, I, I saw this behind-the-scenes thing that they put out after the trailer came out where it was like um, they broke down the relationship between Nate and Sully, Sully a little yeah. bit more. And they have the characters, but I can't help but see them as just Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg. So that's what I was going to say. What do you think Tom Holland's... How do you think the approach Tom Holland is going to take is to this movie? Because we're used to seeing him as like goofy, young, coming-of-age Spider-Man. And in this, I'm assuming that he's already like... Well, I'm did, gonna be. Don't forget, he he did do that movie Cherry, where he's like a PTSD um, war vet. So I, I didn't. See I it. also yeah. heard that. Wasn't I didn't good. see. It, I didn't see it either. But I, it's like it's not like it's like you know he's been pigeonholed into being goofy kid. Not that he's not. But I mean, his major successes it's are being way, in that. It's kind also of, way easier to not be pigeonholed nowadays, as opposed to like right. Tobey Maguire back in the day. Nobody right. saw him as anything but Spider Man. Where now, like. Tom Holland's got a whole career ahead of him in action movies. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's going to be interesting to see how he plays like, more, I guess more of it. Is it like serious? It's like, it's just, or it's goofy, just gratuitous. Like goofy, big, gratuitous. Yeah. yeah big. Okay. Dude, that one part in the trailer with the Scottish guy. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to give you a proper Scottish welcome. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, that's kind of like in the same vein of the games. Plus like, the third game, for instance, opens up with you guys trying to be undercover about something, and it just dives into like a giant bar brawl to the point where like Nate will like you're playing as Nate and you can hit a butt like a, a quick time a QTE. You hit triangle and Nate will be like Sully, and he'll throw someone into Sully, and Sully will just deck that motherfucker. You know the fucking yeah, footage yeah, yeah, I yeah, showed yeah. you of. <laughs> Of Red, pl- Dead. Red Dead, <laughs> yeah, exactly like Same that. Thing. Where we're jumping, like we're tackling other through tables. You're grabbing <laughs> bottles and smashing it over people's heads. It's fun. exactly like that type of action. It's not like kung fu. It's like um, Waterworld, where it's just stuff yeah. happening. You know what I mean? They hit this thing and the rope that goes explodes up and, and that the chandelier comes and... down. And you know, th- yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's one of those things. <laughs> that was know? a great analogy. That perfectly put it into perspective. <laughs> What? It's like the water world. So, yeah. I was like, oh, I get it. I get it now. Stuff, you know? Yeah. Rube so, yeah. Goldberg type shit. Pretty much. When's Plus, it when's it supposed to come out? Today. Uh February 18th. Okay. Oh, sorry. I Not watched today. you watch this. 
I'm just for the people too. I'm trying to like you know pepper yeah. in some like discussion. This things. guy knows how to host a show. Motherfucker, you want me to read off a list? <laughs> Uncharted the movie is coming out February 18th. How to your do, local there theaters. is definitely podcasts get your tickets out with there. promo yeah, code. Fucking suck, dude. Who's like? That's what. That's what <laughs> Unch- Uncharted. That's what Danny's doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> the heavy breathing. The, um, the, Uncharted. If that's your podcast, please go into our press any key downline and pay us to MLM how to do it better. Yeah, we'll teach you. We'll teach you how to get this good. Just Ah, gotta buy the uh, buy the the consulting package. Anyone hanging out in chat tonight, Jess? Um. Liz, super, Liz super popped tissue, in when man. we were talking about um, cats, of course. Okay, Liz uh, left. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we stopped talking about cats. She left. Other than that, <laughs> Baron Ways Lamb. Huh? Um, super tissue man asked where Dan was. <sighs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I think that's Matt. That's Matt. That's Matt. I said uh, Dan doesn't live here anymore. <laughs> oh, that probably hurts awesome really true. bad for for, oh, for no. Matt too. Oh, because he doesn't live. He there doesn't anymore. live there anymore. That's right. Yeah. You know, oh. Keep this on the low, you guys. Oh, well. But I heard Danny moved out because he fucking hates Matt. Yo, yeah, no. that's what I heard too. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, he's tired of hearing the Sopranos in the background. <laughs> he also can't lock the door when he's in the bathroom. So you know, that it's was a man's a deal house. Breaker. You shouldn't have to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know why you lock doors in your bathroom? <laughs> All right, um, let's talk about. The Marvel World War Hulk movie. Have you guys heard about this at all? I've already seen it. It was great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Can I have your time machine, too? I'd really like to, you know, go back and change some stuff. Yeah. Mm, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you no, more <laughs> no more lemon play. No more lemon play. No more lemon play. How about you, Jesse? You hear about you this? You a green? Um, no, a green? I didn't. Yeah, the Hulk. Is it, it's, it's like... Like a full length, like actual, like yeah, MCU yeah. thing. So uh, keep in mind, okay. this doesn't come from any of the major. Um, We're thematic now with our life. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, keep in mind, this doesn't come from any of the major. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Turn off the big key light. Let's see if it makes a difference. Please. Right. Please. 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 <laughs> We're doing all this pomp and circumstance for the fucking yeah, Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How do we no, look now? It looks exactly the same. I think it looks cool. Does it look greener? Yeah. I like it. All right. <laughs> you won't like Mike when he's angry. Tear it all down. <laughs> all right. Anyway. So, so, yeah. Keep in mind, this comes with a you know grain of salt. And the only reason I wanted to talk about this because I get to flex some comic oh, knowledge on like you. Like the Hulk. Like the Hulk. Um, <clears throat> the other thing is that... Uh, this does, like I said, this doesn't come from any of the major atlas. This this came from CBR. We got this covered. <laughs> we got this covered. And, uh, yeah, that was a hard day for you, wasn't it? Realize it. Dude, <laughs> uh, so, all right. Before we get it, let's get, let's set the record straight here. When I started being part of the show, I went into my news settings on my phone and I was like, tell me more about stuff like this. To all like video games, movies and stuff. It's your first mistake. And then that we you got this cut. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't look at like who the you know the publisher was. I would just see, oh, here's a cool article. And that's that's why I don't submit anything when we do our Thursday meetings, because I know I'm just gonna get shit all over. Well, don't send me we got this covered. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> also I, don't send waifu pictures. <laughs> hey, hey. 
<laughs> I don't dictate my Google ads consciously. I do. They do it and, for you. Yeah. Anyway, um, this comes from Comic Book Resource, and obviously, like, I've actually had correspondence with them in the past. Uh, I have written some samples for them. Uh, we've talked about doing freelance stuff before, and it ended up not working out because I took a real job and, like, dude, we weren't going to pay me that much. Either way, though, the shout out podcast. Yeah, tonight. you've been yeah. called out. Yeah. Either way, <laughs> really? we, need a, we need a call out drop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fuck are you doing? Anyway, call, 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 call out. Calls. <laughs> um, either way, though, my point was is that, like, they're, like I said, they do plenty of reputable news, but they do a lot of shit where they put, they run stuff like this that is unconfirmed and they put spoilers in their fucking headlines. Okay. We know what you did with Eternals, bitch. Anyway, um, I didn't know about Don't. Don't don't look don't it look up. it up. It'll just ruin the post credit scene for you. Okay. Um. So yeah, unconfirmed. But basically, what's been said is that this is supposed to piggyback off the back of the She Hulk TV show, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that this is like ready to go and start shooting in 2022. Yep. Also, that it's kind of weird how like obviously there's like a lot of you know there's pros and cons to this situation. Number one is that. Bruce Banner, I feel like, kind of needs his own movie to explore his character a little bit more, especially now that there's Smart Hulk is around. You know what I mean? But there's way more cons against this. One is that Universal still owns the rights to distribution of a solo Hulk film. So that's where Disney. a lot of this is kind of like people are starting to now speculate the back thread. Yeah. Uh, number two is that we already got the prerequisite to the World War Hulk storyline mm-hmm. in Planet Hulk, but they already took elements of that and they put that from Avengers Age of Ultron all the way to um, Endgame. So we kind of already lost that, or no, I guess Infinity War because Hulk got his ass kicked. He got, yeah. Yeah. Either way, um, they kind of already, you know. <laughs> For lack of a better term, they blew their load. So, <laughs> so, you know, they've already wasted that. And that's the setup. So now, the, the setup is here is that um, the Illuminati of the Marvel world, 616 comic books, you know, that's like Doctor Strange, Reed Richards, Black Panther, Iron Man, you know, all the smart guys. The 1%. The 1%. Yes, you're absolutely. The elites. The Hollywood elites. Anyway, um, they got together and they're basically running the show. They're turning the fro- frogs gay. They're turning the freaking frogs <laughs> oh. gay. Uh, That's why we all green <laughs> for the frogs in solidarity. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, and basically what ended up happening was that um, they put Hulk in a spaceship and they shot him off to space. They, were they like, shot that load. Yeah, They're like, you're <laughs> too fucking dangerous, which is what happened at the end of Age of Ultron. But, you know, he turned off the whatever and flew to Sakaar. Anyway, um, after that, you know, the whole gladiator ring thing. There's an animated movie that I watched when I was a kid uh, called Planet Hulk that dictates this whole storyline if you wanted to see it uh, play out and not read it. But basically, he has a wife and a kid and everything. And some shit happens where, like, I'm paraphrasing here, right? Where his wife and kid and, like, the whole population of the planet gets murdered. So Hulk, being the angriest he's ever been, comes back grows to Earth. Grows a beard. Yes, grows a beard, <laughs> comes back to Earth, and decides, like, I'm going to murder all of the Avengers. Is this and his Logan? <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, it's not far and off. It's not far from it, because this kind of branches off, like, the old man Logan. Like, Hulk runs a whole territory of the United States. Yeah. 
So either Hulkamania. way. Hulkamania. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is back. Comedy. <laughs> oh, yeah. So basically, um, he comes back and, you know, goes through and murders the Avengers, or at least incapacitates them. You know what I mean? And then eventually, you know, they incapacitate him, Hulkbuster, yada, yada, yada. Um, I don't really foresee that being a thing in the MCU. I don't think they're going to take a whole Hulk bad guy. Like you can't do this in one movie. No, it would literally have to be like another trilogy. And I don't think they're going to give that much of an investment all towards with like a villainous Hulk. Well, I think it it would be a good way if they wanted to like get rid of certain characters, you know, like people whose contracts are up and they don't want to do it anymore. Captain Marvel, right? Because everybody, Captain Marvel, that's what the internet or at least the Twitter mob is hoping for. Yeah. I mean, it would, I mean, they they shot themselves in the foot by making her all all powerful in the That's first she place. She was anyway, though. They just supermaned her. That yeah. she always was. I know she always. Superman, I know she always though. was. But again, it's like you didn't have to do that in like the movies to that extent. The fact that you have to sideline her in every property, like, I mean, fair enough. Make make yeah. her, you know, like, well, we now have this character that we can't use in. She's anything. off in the other universes doing things. Yeah, well, not every planet has an Avengers, Mike. It's almost like you didn't that's, watch Endgame. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> now she's off doing other things, so that's our writing her out excuse. Yeah, I don't know. It's like I said. What's the point of having her be an Avenger at that's all? That's exactly the point. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't love the rampant speculation things, but I feel like it was important for us to like at least talk about this because. There hasn't been any news on any movies coming out of Marvel besides for the stuff that they're already they've already said are, are you know coming out within the next like couple months. Um, specifically, that the whole release date got shifted back three months by each movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, besides for Guardians three, it's the only one that stayed the same. Right, and the speculation is there that some of the visual effects aren't done. And these movies are not like we do one at a time. It's like we made three of these at once. So now, like, even though this one's coming out, this one that's coming out three months after Doctor Strange, that may be done, but Doctor Strange isn't yet. It's Mm -hmm. got to come sequentially. (laughs) Exactly. Right. Uh, There was this rumor going around that uh, (laughs) um, Kevin Feige saw the Batman trailer and was like, well, we're not going to fucking compete with that in March. So (laughs) let's just push this back. Um, what, What would have been March? Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange. Yeah, I feel like as much as I am excited for Doctor Strange, you know, pe- not people who aren't people who are like casual moviegoers are not going to go see that. Oh, They're going to go see no, that. No, not at all. Especially since like when you think about it, Doctor Strange, that Doctor Strange movie is going to be like 160, maybe 200 million. Did you guys know that the Batman only cost 100 million to make? Well, that's because going back to your point earlier, a lot of it's on camera shit. And yeah. in, Batman's on, punching people; he's not <laughs> shooting shit out of his hands and, with lasers. And on the ground too, specifically with real locations, minimal green screen. Yeah, you know where well, is it filmed? Do you know what's it? Fuck if I know. Detroit. <laughs> I mean, for free. <laughs> more or less, I, I do like how they kind of dress this Gotham up more. It doesn't just look like Christopher Nolan's, where it's like, hey, this is New York, but in Chicago. Then they they did uh, some of um, Dark Knight Rises uh, around York. here. Yeah, the final battle was filmed. In I tried York. to get. I tried to get. That was when I was doing background acting. I was yeah. like really trying to. Remember get when I tried scene. to? I called you because I tried. I sent my shit in to be an extra in yeah. Joker. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because they did a bunch of it in Newark, and actually, it's funny. It's another conversation about the the conditions of you know, um, 
of making film sets. people work in Newark, <laughs> <laughs> making people work in Newark, because apparently a bunch of the actors got trapped on the subway car and they wouldn't let them out, and like the one guy had to pee, so he just pissed in between the two cars. Like, yeah, you know, yep. like what else are you gonna do? Yeah, it's Newark. You know, go ahead, piss anywhere. This place is a toilet. Go for it. I mean, yeah. as far as that, con- not that I want to backtrack, but we're like, not that far. <laughs> I, there was that one year where where I was just doing extra work, and that was my job. Um, and there was like there was times I'd be on set for thirteen hours, with like going until one in the morning, standing around in Brooklyn in the freezing cold, like wearing you know. I was there was one scene where it was like a, cl- a nightclub, and I was wearing a nightclub outfit, like just fucking standing there freezing. I was like, I'd rather be at home right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no. But I've already been here for 12 hours. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody called me a liar one time and said just that, one time. Well, <laughs> that sorry. <laughs> well, you guys know me. I spin stories like crazy over here. But no, uh, when I talked about that, somebody called me a liar and said, why would you lie to me and tell me that Joaquin Phoenix was going to be there? I was like, bro, watch the fucking movie. He's clearly he is the yeah. main character dancing he's around to Gary Glitter. Sub- <laughs> yeah, he's in the subway station. That was good. People don't know why that's good, but <laughs> <laughs> I love that article. Joker has a song by a pedophile. It's a good song. So you know, what are we gonna do? Yeah, I don't see a lot anybody, of bad people wrote a lot of good music. I don't. I don't see anybody <laughs> we, turning off. There's Michael video Jackson. of Chuck Berry uh, farting in somebody's face. <laughs> we still listen to Chuck Berry. <laughs> Fucking farted in my face, man. <laughs> he brought a minor across state lines. That's like the minimal. <laughs> yeah, well, this was also the 50s and 60s. So yeah. I don't know. Somebody, me and Liz are talking about Elvis this morning, and the first thing I go to is Priscilla. Yeah. Yeah. Priscilla. Yeah. That's a that's a name you just gotta say like that. Priscilla. Priscilla. <laughs> Got dip in your cheek. Priscilla. 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 I got bursitis. Priscilla, help me. I'm gonna <laughs> love it. Make love to this 14 year old, and then I'm gonna go dive a heart attack on the bathroom <laughs> toilet. See you later. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh shit is right. <laughs> I mean, it's true. It's accurate. They found a log in the toilet underneath them. I mean, so he yeah. got it out. When that happened, she wasn't fourteen. How old was she? Uh, I don't know. How long were they married? That was a while. That you was mean, how long Elvis. was she? Was years captive. later. Yeah, that was older Elvis. That was fat Elvis. Elvis. That was peanut butter and banana. <laughs> Listen, don't knock peanut butter and banana. Oh, I would. Uh, <laughs> it is like I would a never. Third of my diet. <laughs> Every morning. The other third. Well, I guess the other two thirds is kombucha. And coffee. Yeah. Kombucha, coffee, peanut butter, and banana. Mm, Gum it up and rinse it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're moving away from this topic. I'm turning the light back on. (laughs) I made her leave. Oh, yeah. Were we talking about Hulk? Yeah, we were talking about Hulk. Hulk starting production late 2022. If it's true. But what's the movie we're talking about? He's going to take over America. He's going to make America green again. You're not wrong. Like, nah, he's gonna. If Pat talked about it, you want me to like go through everything? <laughs> we might just actually have, yeah. So there's like, you know, there's speculation around Universal because Universal had all the rights, and that was why they're. Well, I'm probably, going there on Wednesday. I'll ask him. You should knock on the door for yeah. Mister Universal yeah. and then tell him. Hey, what's the deal with Hulk? Are you guys gonna do it or not? <laughs> He's standing there like a kid. It's like, Mom, I threw up. <laughs> <laughs> I threw, I threw up. Dale, threw, you're threw not going to throw up. Oh, my God. He actually, <laughs> he threw, actually up. threw up. 
<laughs> Yo, don't joke, okay? When my mom was throwing my dad out, I threw up into my hands. <laughs> now I gotta deal with this, too. And they've been together ever since. You saved that marriage. <laughs> Look at the kind of kid we gotta take care of. You know you can't leave. You gonna leave me alone with him? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what was up with that. I feel like my mom just wanted to start some drama just to start some drama. And you just wanted attention at this that moment. shout out to Mrs. Nebrano. <laughs> We see you, drama queen. Anyway, um, so uh, yeah, World War Hulk. It's probably not happening. Anyway, Squid Game. Thank Christ we made it here to this part of the show. Bursella. <laughs> so Jess only watched the first episode. Whoa, you're gonna get yeah. spoiled. Oh, we're I'm gonna so ruin sorry. this for you. Whatever, it's fine. I've I've accepted it. You're also like the internet's probably. How do you feel about capitalism? <laughs> Why? Because that's major themes. That's what the whole game's about. Oh yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um, so yeah, probably. Yeah. What? Uh, what are you looking at us? <laughs> I don't agree. You know, the entire thing is an allegory for I capitalism. I get that, but I don't think it's so overt that everyone's like, it's, "You see, capitalism. You see, Pat, each character is like a representation of the shortcomings and falls of late stage capitalism." Pat, it's it's the most it's blatant. It's fucking blatant. I don't see it. I That's don't okay. see it. Well, let's get into it. Okay. Let's go. Well, you start, experts. <laughs> well, what do you want to do? What do you want to start, start with a start? synopsis? Maybe we should just, you know, you know, uh, more people have seen it than watched this show, so I'm sure That's they true. know what what it's about. So, uh, Squid Games takes place. It's in Korea, South Korea, in not a fictionalized version of Korea, real life Korea. Yeah, if you're familiar. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's essentially so. These, you have these a people unified who end Korea. up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so it takes place in a fictional Korea. <laughs> yeah. So you have these people who have either are in massive amounts of debt, have signed their body rights away. They get approached by one of the most beautiful men that ever exists. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The man is 42, by the way. What? He is 42. If you have not seen his He's Calvin a Korean. Klein. He's a Korean Paul Rudd. Look at his Calvin Klein Pull photo Calvin shoot Klein up. and tell me this man is 42. What's his name? Uh, he's the guy from Train to Busan. Is it Gong Yu? I think or Gong Yu. I, I I just the whole time watching this with Alexis, I, we we just referred to them as like snake tattoo guy, old man, <laughs> crony main, lady, main character, <laughs> crazy lady, like. <laughs> but basically, so you, you get approached by this man, and you obviously like you you have gambling problems, you have something. Look at this. This man is forty two. Wait, can you do that? <laughs> Scroll over to the left a little. That one right there in the bottom. Oh, I got his name right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that clearly is. Uh... It looks like he got kicked in the nuts. It's just smoking. That's but still, look at those you. abs. Are we gonna Are we gonna say it? Those cum gutters. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There they are. Um, that wasn't an elaborate thing just to get cum gutters into the show, by the way. Yeah, I wasn't even thinking it until you said. Well, so they anyway, come up every week at this point. They, so. that's, I know, it's, it's the standing joke we've got. <laughs> so anyway, these people get invited to this game on a... You get drugged, you get knocked out, you get brought to an island, and everybody becomes a number. And you get put in these games where you can win a fuck ton of money, and everybody there needs to do it because they're all in such debt. What you don't realize is until the first game with the little girl and her crazy lies. <laughs> a robot. That uh, if, if you lose the... <laughs> to clarify. 
<laughs> her I name's Bersilla. <laughs> Bersilla. Bersilla. I just so. like how you say a little girl and her crazy little eyes. It was a little Charles Manson. <laughs> you said that like Elvis. I'm crazy little eyes with Bersilla. <laughs> but basically, they find out when they're there, everybody signs on to playing the games. And then if you lose a game, they just fucking shoot you. And you die. <laughs> like, so that's the whole premise. That's like the first game. And that's what happens. And the whole thing is if you can make it to the end of six days, it is. Yeah. And you make it throughout all the games for everybody who dies, they get like a hundred thousand dollars added to the pot. So it's all got to come down to one person and who will win. I don't think necessarily game. it has to be one person, but I, you know, the way the games were set up, it led to one person winning. But I do think because it's all, they talk about like, uh, a, you know, like everybody's got an equal shot. You know, I, yeah. I don't know the rules of the Squid Game, but maybe depending on the games they're playing in whatever season of the games, you might you might have multiple winners. That's true. The ending of it, the the whole season starts with them, or the whole show starts with them explaining this. Like they're all like children's kind of games, and it's the Squid Game, which is one of them, which is kind of like the a, glass. Ex, uh, yeah, <laughs> you never played that kids game. <laughs> you never played the jump across glass. Jump figure across, figure out, out tempered glass or fall to your death. <laughs> you guys didn't grow up where I did that. <laughs> yeah yeah were they all children's games predominantly because it was like red light green light there was that the, um, the honeycomb the honeycomb um uh tug of war tug of war it was all like schoolyard games the marbles marbles all yeah. of that kind of things i mean minus the glass which i think if you want to call it like um like a hopscotch game? yeah hopscotch which is similar right. but when the last game started uh, liz i was i was like what's the last game and liz goes what's the name of the show and i went hopscotch <laughs> Hopscotch, you know uh, what the uh, the original name of the series was supposed to be uh, Game Six or Round Six, and then they decided that that wasn't compelling enough, and I think that was that made the difference. Yeah, yeah, Hopscotch for sure. Hopscotch, Um, way more interesting. So, what did you guys think? I guess like I fucking loved it. I was super compelled by it. I yeah, it's it's kind of like a. A lot of people were like, oh, it's like Hunger Games. Oh, it's like this. It's like, okay, well, this was written like, you know, a decade ago plus yeah. more. So I got a strange feeling that later on in this episode, we're going to be on two different sides of the conversation about Dune. Interesting. <laughs> Based upon what's happening right now. Because I thought it was good. Not great. Squid Game. Squid yes. Game. Yeah. In the sense that like a lot of people like hit me with the the critique of capitalism thing. And I just took it for what it was, which was like really well written. I thought the characters are interesting or at least interesting enough. Some of them I wanted to fucking stab myself. That's the point. Um, yeah. And like, but I mean, like the acting was some of the best acting. The fact that I was reading subtitles and the performances still drove me to a point of where I was getting teary eyed. Yeah. Okay. So I did not watch with subtitles. I watched with the dub. Well, there you go. But I mean, like, I mean, that doesn't make a difference for me because I watched plenty of Godzilla movies no, but and anime. Here's, with the, here's the difference, though. From what I understand, I didn't watch the the dub, but everyone is saying that you lose a lot of nuance, um, like the the trans. And there was there were points in the parts where the uh, English speaking characters were there. The subtitles were different from what they were actually saying. So, mm-hmm. I, so the translations to the subtitles and the dub version are different. So you are losing something. Yeah. So yeah, it's, but it's not I, I about the act of of reading. It's about getting more information. <laughs> I yeah, also don't. I, but even then, I still kind of feel like mm-hmm. I got. Which is I fine. I, I didn't miss. I don't feel like I missed anything. No. The one. Have thing, you seen all the memes about like like uh, the subtitles be like 
or the dub be like? I, I look, mm-hmm. I, I get it. Like, yes, it's not going to be as good. I, I think you still, to Pat's point, like you can absolutely get what you need of out of it. My main thing is like why, like if it's I'm serviceable. Watching, it's not. It's totally serviceable. It's not, but like yeah. if I'm watching like anime or if I'm watching something on a different language, especially like. Uh, like like an Asian kind of language, I really feel like listening to it in its actual language, mm-hmm. you hear it's not like a the like the mispronunciation. It's not like the translation the issues for the voice, the inflection, and the delivery, all of that. Yeah. I think is really now, impactful. Did you guys try out the dub at all? I no, did actually. Because yeah. there's only there's only one voiceover artist that made me want to kill myself Which and that one? was the curly haired girl you know fucking oh, she was bad she was the worst like not like perform like her like actual acting the character screen. was terrible no no the no, vocal the performance was oh, yeah, hers like, was rough but also shit. the character was terrible uh, yeah. in, in, in her performance as the character was great but yeah i hated i hated her <laughs> that's what you're supposed to do that's yeah that's what i think is really good about this was mm-hmm. it was i love things where it's non-traditional in the sense of like you have a hero the hero fights a villain. Right. This is it. It's like anybody could die. Everybody is kind of shitty in some way. Right. It, the, the social experiment of it, you know, yeah. like watching pe- how do people react in these situations when they should ally themselves together, but they wind up just getting each other. It's right. kind of like a more well-written saw, you know? Yeah. Honestly. Well, I mean, or that or... Um, how much blood will you shed? Um, well, what What is it? Um, Lord of the Flies. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. you know, classic, you know, storyline, but yeah. The one thing that I... My one criticism of it was I didn't like, I mean, you have to have a reason obviously for it and someone's got to be funding it. Someone's got to be doing all this shit. I didn't care about like, you know, the rich, rich dudes, like watching it for sport, watching it for pleasure and everything. It's like, I didn't feel that added anything to it. You never end up having like a confrontation against them. I understand that it is from like the, like a metaphoric perspective. It's like here, the elite in the back running it, et cetera. You like, these people don't even ever get to know that they exist. Yeah. Um, I, w- I wonder if that's, that's seems like it was just to get to where we needed to be with the cops storyline. Yeah. Um, rather I wanted than to a know more about the, the brother. Well, that's the thing. It's season, it's season two. two. You for yeah. sure will. Yeah. Cause he, we didn't see the, the cop die. He just fell he off the cliff. He he's, he's dead. alive. He yeah. Dead. If his, that, well, that was the thing too. Cause he shot his brother in the same spot. Yeah. His brother was fine. His brother didn't fall off a cliff, but so it's like you know the you can draw the conclusion. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just like it was, it wasn't like gratuitously brutal either. You know what I mean? Um, I think what made it more brutal, like not the actual acts of killing these people, was they weren't as uh, more brutal than anything that we've seen. It in wasn't culture. like saw, like but where? what made it more more visceral, I think, was the the complete like lack of. Uh, you know, like any feeling or emotion behind it, how how clinical and and meaningless it all is. Mm-hmm. Where you know, like you'll see a lot of stuff in Saw, and you know, it's like gruesome, but it's like there's there's stakes. Whereas to these people running this facility, it's just like just doing their job. Well, then yeah. it's I'm, like fucking Nazis just doing well, no, their job. No, actually, like the way that I interpreted that was because you saw when they pulled off the mask, like the dudes in pink. I remember like young kids. So like I thought I took that to be like, look at this. You have the generation of like, you know, Gen X or like Gen Z is the new one. Like Gen Z being like, look at the disheartened youth from late stage capitalism. It's like they don't even give a fuck anymore. You're talking about that one guard, but we did see a few other guards that had their masks off and they were like older 30s, 40s. Yeah, some of them. So, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe that that, that might have been a statement. That's how I took it from one element of right. it. But, but I, I think... 
the fact that it's like not only are these guards like you know they they are actively choosing this life they're also doing like all that black market stuff on the on the other side of it you know like selling dead people's organs and yeah. stuff that you know that is what made it more brutal to me that there's people who choose this lifestyle to enforce this, be a part of this game and play into the hand of the elite because of capitalism and they need because to of, make money. Because of like capitalism. Is, I, I know, I, I know we kind of keep going back to that, but I really like, it is a big, everything, it, every single thing about the show is like capitalism bad. Yeah. It, 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 the whole thing is kind of like at what point literally I mean, they literally sell their physical rights. Mm -hmm. It's like, at what point now do you sell your soul? Do you sell your morals and everything? And I think at the extremely end of the story, when the two of them are fighting and he can't kill his friend. Yeah. Oh, can we talk about that for a second? Yeah, that, that whole ending. I like, thought that oh. was such a cop out. Really? What? Yeah. I was like, dude, that guy is trying to kill you. And if the shoe was on the other foot, exactly. he would murder you. That's the point. It's yeah, that but he's a, he is a, a different person. They're different people, types of people. I mean, I get that, but also like, isn't that the name of the game? It is. But the whole kind of concept of it is like, you see the main character throughout this whole thing being a shitty person, <laughs> a gambler, a shitty father, a shitty this. And like, he ends up learning empathy through these other people in different ways, kind of like by seeing different walks of life. And it's, this is someone who he thought he initially had this common ground with someone yeah. who had got out somebody who he thought was better than him. Right. Found. And it's just like at the end of it, it's kind of like dramatic irony. And it's like, no, I'm better than you. I'm not going to be the person to kill you. So I'll just throw dust in your eyes and maim you. Well, that's, <laughs> listen, cause you gotta, you gotta, you gotta take what you can for the advantage. And, yeah, but. exactly. So I was like, I was sitting there like, I, I'm not going to say I wasn't engaged or yep. I didn't like it. Cause I was sitting there like, kill him. Kill that motherfucker right now. And honestly, he knew that if he's the person who's not going to stab that guy, it's until they're incapacitated. So the guard was going to come over and shoot him anyway. Like yeah. he, he, it was just, he didn't want his blood on his hands. And I extent. was like, step into the head, step into the head. <laughs> and then he turns around and then, you know, it, you know, it's like the ending of the last of us the whole time. I was like, drown the bitch, drown her, you know? And then, you know, once again, I mean, yeah, it's it's the same thing. It's like, do do you <laughs> maybe wanna, I'm the worst person? <laughs> do you want to sink to that level? You know, I you know the story, and that's the Always. thing they did. Su they did such a great job in the beginning of making you hate the main character in in the first yep. episode. You know, when you get to the games, you're rooting for you know the old man. You're rooting for um you know the be the what's what's the best for or best friend the the guy who went to college. Yeah, what's his name? Um, um the financial dude. Um, yeah. So you know you're rooting you're rooting for him. You're ro rooting for uh, Ali. Mm -hmm. You know all these other characters. I wasn't rooting for our main character until we're three or four games Not in. Me, I was Gihan the whole way. Yeah. I was yeah. like, let's go. I was like, we're, I was like, my money's on this fucking horse. Well, obviously, you know, like he's the story is about him, yeah. but. Um, but I didn't really want to root for him. I one character I thought was really cool was the the North Korean defector. Yeah, yeah she, she was right. awesome. She was awesome, and like so, everybody talked about episode six, right? Mm -hmm. And there was like six is where shit gets real. Six is where shit gets real, and I was like, okay, is this hyperbole or like let's get to? It. And then when they said what was gonna happen after you partner up, I was like. Oh, I know. I was like, all right, that's fucking brutal. Then I found out uh, who Gion partners up with 
his was it his guma his guma his guma um oh shit uh fuck what does he call i've him? been saying it all I week too. too uh my uh you're my gambu gambu, gambu. yeah guma is girlfriend italian <laughs> no it's it's soprano yeah, yeah, that's jersey italian yeah, yeah. you know yeah. Let's um, go to the fact check there jess <laughs> uh gambu yeah and i mean i knew I thought that they weren't showing the execution of the old man because, like, you know, who wants to watch that? It, yeah, it's like but an also part moment. of me was like, "What the fuck?" That was a hundred percent. Fucking shot him in the head. But the other thing was that when I didn't see him die, I was like, "He's not dead." A hundred percent. I did I the same. Like, I didn't. Not I dead. didn't. Not dead at all. Didn't see that. I did the same thing. I was like, they made a point to show every other on-screen death, and they did not show his. Yeah. Um. I. I in a quick interjection. Um. So. Uh, all of Alexis's students had watched the show before we got around to it. So when we started watching, you know, we got, I think we got to episode six or, or even before that, um, Alexis was telling her students, you know, they're like, Oh, did you watch squid game? She's like, yeah, I love, uh, the old man. He's my, and they're like, and, and they basically were like, Oh, and she, she thought, you know, then we watched episode six and she was like, Oh, that's why they said that because he died. And then, you know, everything that happens, it's like, Oh, yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the twist. Which, I don't understand it. Which twist? You don't understand. The brother thing I get, the the old man's really in charge of everything. I don't understand. What's his deal? He is the 1%, essentially. He's your Jeff Bezos. He's, he, he, it's just, it's literally, he's like, at this point in my life, I've made so much money, I'm dying. He's like, I've been doing this thing with these other people squid gaming and watching them he's like i'm gonna die i just want to fucking be in it because i want to see yeah. that well, I I want, he's like he i want to see people I die realized, this close yeah, to me i realized he said that um i have more fun playing than watching right you know but uh but he was fully the part where he's like pretending mm-hmm. to uh to be i guess you know to be Di- demented. Losing, <laughs> losing his shit yeah. uh and the one part where he says to Gion where he's like uh and do you think it's it's necessary to you know trick your partner? Trick your partner. Your and I was just like, oh, this motherfucker knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I know. I've definitely liked. I, that was one of the things that I've I've talked about with people, and uh, you know, some people seem to think like that was a test. He was testing uh, uh, the main character. You know, with, with the marble, is this guy cutthroat enough to make it in this games, and then I'll lose to you know lose to him? Yeah. Um, but I don't know, maybe he, cause the tumor is real. Maybe he did kind of slip out of lucidity for a while. And I don't think he slept, slipped out of lucidity. I think it was more of just like, I don't give that man any credit. I think he was like a, a fucking bastard. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I think he literally was like, watch me mess with this guy mm-hmm. to make him think that like this man who's been helping me this whole time, let me mess with him into thinking the only way for you to survive is to con someone with dementia. Essentially. Right. And I think that was he, an- another test for, you know, like, like we were saying, <laughs> I think it's he, just like, I want to watch this fucking person have so much anguish in their face. Right. It's like imagining them later on. And like the old man sitting in with his friends is like, and then get this, get this, get this to really sell it. I pissed my pants. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but but like that was a moment where it was showing the the main character struggling with sinking to that level, and because he that was basically signing the old man's death warrant. 
and how much it how much it pained him to do that. So it's like it makes all the more sense when you get to the last episode and he can't do it. He can't bring himself to be. I was yeah. fine of a. I was a fan of a Snake Face. You know he, he was, was cool. Of I thought he was. Were. I thought he was going yeah, to make it. I was like end, this honestly. fucking guy knows how to do this. You know it's all about me. I got to figure this out. Did you notice that they're what they were doing in, in the episode where they all go back to their regular lives? Everything that they were doing reflected how they die. Because the snake face guy, he he like runs into the gang and he yeah, jumps, jumps off, off the, bridge. the bridge. Yeah. So I thought that was really nice. That was, you know, I didn't think about that. And then I read an article. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. And there's so many little Easter eggs like that in the show that I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I thought it was interesting how they all got out and they're like, now nah, we're going to go back in. Was it was like a 93 return rate? 93% yeah, return something rate? something like that. Yeah. Which well, your, odd, your odds are better at that point, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. What did you guys think of like the very end and like the setup for season two? Uh, I don't get the K-pop uh, haircut. It's got to be some cultural thing, I guess, of like, you know how like, you know how like in Japan, it's like cutting your hair and then going out. Right. I, I, I don't know if it's also, I just literally don't this know. This was like that color job would take eight hours. There's no way he went in and got that done in an hour and well, then left. <laughs> yeah, especially with uh, the jet black have hair. Korean he's, hair. He's mm-hmm. taking, uh, he's taking, no. Uh, well, if he's taking care of um, the the financial guy's kid no 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 that's oh no the that's the uh, girl north korean and the financial guy's mom yeah that's what it is and mm. then his mom died of diabetes right yeah yeah okay so i looked this up afterwards turns out south korea does not have universal health care they have public health care which they only spend eight percent of their gdp on on health care so it's actually it's good and it's relatively cheap but looking at what the fuck they were living in, there's no way they could afford it in the first place. You know what I mean? <laughs> you looked for a plot hole in a very yeah. small <laughs> kind I, of crack. Well, of that's that. the thing. I was like, I thought we're the only ones that didn't have it. So, oh no, there's a bunch of us. We're others, like one of the. F- I think there's like, like we have no public option. We're one. We're one of like the most developed, developed, yeah, first major world countries that don't superpowers. Have it. Yeah. yeah, and we spend the most on healthcare and not get the, the most least insured. Yeah. 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 Um, but going back to the red hair, uh, I definitely saw a lot of theories that were relating to um, that that had to do with like the, the the game in the beginning with the oh, with the red and the blue, the red and the blue, yeah. And uh, like him taking the blue was him being being a part of the system, and the red hair was to indicate like a whole matrix taking thing. down the system, red pilling it. Mm. So mm. I would believe that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. He bought a Q flag too after that, huh? Yeah. Hey, I mean, <laughs> Would you not? It's, it's, it's really a shame that that red, uh, you know, like the symbolism of the Matrix was co-opted by nut jobs. Yeah, yeah. They lost a lot of good things to a lot of bad yeah. people. Yeah, yeah the, the fucking little uh. the mu- little mustache can't do that anymore. Dude, like the 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 what is called the swastika has been used in yeah. like Hindu culture for yep. You know, it's thousands so and weird. thousands of years. I can't believe we're talking about this right now because I thought about so when I first moved in with my brother, right. He is not well versed in history. We had our apartment was we were neighbors with a Indian girl, right? She had for religious purposes purposes swastikas drawn on on her door on her door on the bottom of on the, the door bottom right? of the door. Yep. Now, I knew what that was because I am not a moron. <laughs> My brother, on the other hand. He came up the stairs and was like, what the fuck? And then he came to me and was like, did you see the swastikas on the, I was like, yeah, 
He goes, he's like, what is that about? I go, that's part of their culture. He goes, how is that part of their culture? I go, I don't have time to give you the history lesson on <laughs> so this. So 1940s, do your own research. Was like 80 years ago. They yeah. had this a little longer than that. But then my brother fucking asked her and straight up and looked at her and goes, oh, well, I thought it was, uh, and I'm standing there at the door like, go ahead, say it. I thought, you know, like German, like that's what he said. You know what I mean? But it's just like, it's fine oh that he God. asked her to be informed, uh, but not to be like, so I thought that was some uh, Nazi shit, huh? That's <laughs> what he would have liked to have said. Hey, this is some Nazi bullshit that's going on here, huh? What's what, uh, what's your deal? What else you got in there, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's sort of like, it's, uh, I remember for whatever reason I was just driving and that was one of those things that popped in my head. I was like, yo, God damn it. Why yeah. am I related to these people? Hey man. <laughs> anyway, Squid Games. Yeah, yeah squids. Um, but uh, going back to like the the view on capitalism, I think it's interesting. Like Mike was saying, everybody in the games was was like a different perspective on late stage capitalism. Uh, I thought like Ali's inclusion was was really important because it's like has a lot to do with what everybody's talking about here in America with like migrant workers migrant and stuff workers, like that. Yeah, you know, and then you know you have people like lower class. Then there's um. You know, the guy who went to university, you know, somebody who is even like higher up in the system, you know, and how there's pitfalls there. Us. Yeah. Us. Us. We went yeah. and we followed the rules and now we can't build wealth. Yeah. We didn't, you know, do some shitty trades and uh, yeah. well, backhand yeah. deals. But yes, to the exact same yeah, point. You're still a victim then, of like, the system. You're like, still. You know, and no matter how much money we put into the stock market, the top 10% still own 80%, 89% of the shares in the stock market, the 10% richest people own. Yep. So, like, what the fuck? Like, no matter how much you put in or invest, you can't compete with those people. Yeah, I love, like, like uh, people are like, well, the, the economy, you know, like, that's what matters. It's just like, no, you look at the no. stock market and think that that's going to affect your life. Yeah, yeah. yeah people think they're idiot. really important. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen so many dummies on the internet make 40 grand a year protect the people at the top. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just like, you're a fucking idiot. It's wild, you're man. You're so stupid. Anyway, but we do have some fun. We do have some fun. <laughs> some tweets. tweets about Squid Check Game. The tweets. Da da da. <laughs> okay, so uh, first up, I think I downloaded the wrong Squid Game. <laughs> There's apparently a already done, already produced Squid Game porno. I watched it. Have you? Really? Yes, I have. <laughs> no kidding. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't even notice the, the scribble just, on the uh, on the right just channel. Like, I did that. It's just <laughs> you like, did that. I did that so we didn't get in trouble. Okay. It's just like every other porno where they just dress they dress like whatever they're parodying, like the Dark Knight XXX and uh, Family Guy. Yeah, and then they just you know they just fuck. <laughs> All right, I'm so. glad you watched it. <laughs> yeah, I'll send it to you. Uh, we have. Why are you here? I thought you were financially stable. Room full of video games. God, I would love that so much. I should have spent, I should have spent almost four grand on that, not the studio. What does this one say? Okay, do you know? Uh, this is from Harry Potter too. Do you know anything about the Chamber of Secrets? No, but and then what does that say down there? Because I can't read that. Did you? you know that Sung Woo graduated <laughs> from S- uh, SUP, top in his class. Oh, is that making fun of the mother? Well, that's just oh, they SNU? fucking say that sixty-five times. He's like you, the man who got out, who went to SNU, the great Song Yu, Song yeah. Woo. Don't See? say it. <laughs> See, here <laughs> we go. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. And then uh, let's see. Turning off the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this one before. Yeah, that's actually really good. And then, 
<laughs> that I felt so bad at that scene. Holy shit! Uh, he the had it coming. in the mailbox. <laughs> he had it coming. He did have. It. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they we, all had we, it coming. We knew he wasn't yeah. gonna make it. Don't you know that they should pull themselves up by their bootstraps? Yeah. Well, <laughs> he just, was missing a couple fingers. It just work harder. <laughs> you know. Oh, there was apparently something in the scene where you see uh, Ali's family. Um, where it looks like he was going to train his kid to speak Korean. So it's like, you know, like it fall, again, uh, it falls into the, like, you should learn English. Like, yeah, same shit. Uh, it's, it's, it's comes down to the universal thing that racist people are everywhere. Yeah. Everybody's <laughs> yeah. racist. It doesn't matter where mm-hmm. it does not matter where the rate, it doesn't matter what, what skin color you are or what skin color you hang around there or what eye people. color you have. Speaking Unless of, you're Danny. <laughs> Danny's eye colors matter. That's true. Uh, thanks for that. Anyway, yeah. uh, so Squid Game, where you, where you guys put it? I would give it on it. I would give it probably like a seven, eight out of ten around there. Yeah, I would. I would agree with you. Yeah, I would probably rate it around a nine. Okay. How about you? You watched one episode. Where are you at? Well, I only watched one episode. How'd you like that? <laughs> How'd you like that one episode? <laughs> How'd you rate I that mean, one episode? Based on what you guys are saying, like I'm kind of more interested to finish it because everything that I heard from. Uh, other people that watched it or the internet was just like, it's so disturbing. It's really great. I'm like, okay, well, I mean, I'm, I'm into that, but it's, um, it's not even that it's like really disturbing. Like, yeah. Like, it's yo, just so honestly, gory. the game where they're doing the tempered glass one, that one, I was like, you're fucked. If you're in the front, like that, you are fucked. I like, saw, you, I didn't, I couldn't find it, but the, when, when the dude who pit like, cause he was about to pick number one or number 16, that guy, remember? And the guy's like, Can, like, I'm going to take number one. I haven't done anything in my life. He takes it. And then at the at, like the scene starts and they're like, you have to jump on the glass. And he turns around and he looks. I saw the scene. It, someone did that cut up with the um, It's Always Sunny where like Mac and Dennis see each other across from the <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> I was like, that's accurate. Um, by the way, what Jess is saying right now that she's more interested in watching it. Um, we have that effect on people. This is it in real time. I've heard that numerous times that people who listen to us, even if they don't know what they're talking, what we're talking about, they're like, I'm going to go check that out now because it sounds good. More people should watch this show. More people should. Yeah. So How do they people find this who show? do listen or watch this show should tell other people to listen. Or I know this great little podcast in this guy's garage. In the garage. All right. Let's Moment everyone's <laughs> been waiting for. Let's doing it up, baby. Can we get yeah. a drum roll, please? Is this doing it for you? Let's do this, baby. <laughs> yeah! All right, so we're going to do non-spoiler. Uh, spoiler, then... No, non-spoilers. Spoilers first, and then we'll go to the non-spoilers. Non-spoilers, and then spoilers. So first thing I want to know before we get started, what format did everyone watch this in? I went to the biggest IMAX theater. I, I, I watched it on my out. phone. Oh, nice. Okay, that's the preferred way I heard. <laughs> Um, Did you actually? No, no. <laughs> um, I also I, saw it in my IMAX. What about you? I saw it on HBO because I didn't have time this weekend, but I am going to... No, I like I finished watching it, and I was like, I need to go see this just on the big screen. I didn't. I didn't have time. I've just... I don't know. I haven't... I went to Vegas, and like before that, my mind was really. I'm sorry, you doubt your dedication to Sparkle Motion. You did. You saw it on the slot machine, though. I did. (laughs) That was really cool. Like I still can't get over that. That I don't know how long that was there, but it was there before the movie came out, and people were constantly playing it. 
and like did you get to try putting it? money into it my my dad tried it and um he played it for like two seconds and he like wasn't winning like, you got right. eaten by the sandworm <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but it was interesting because zendaya was not on the machines she was what? not there no well she was barely in the movie so yeah i mean she oh, was really spoiler bro that's not a that's spoiler not a spoiler yeah, it is that's not a spoiler. I watched the movie, and most of the time, I was like, where the fuck's Zendaya? That's not a spoiler. That gives nothing the away. The spoiler would you be already... like her not being in any advertisement and then being in the movie. Yeah, if I was... Yeah, exactly. Not a spoiler. She's... Just a huge disappointment. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I Well, <laughs> I love how, how many of the visions that Timothy Chalamet has there so they could get as much Zendaya Dead in there. Ass. Like, well, we need to squeeze her okay. in. We'll get back to that in we a will, second. We will film one day of her on why set. That happened. Yeah. Um. So, right off the bat, fucking cheater. This is for me the best movie of 2021. I don't think anything is going to top this. This is 100 percent a 10 out of 10. Anyone who's listening to this and hasn't watched it, go watch it and then come back here because I don't want to ruin anything for you. Or I watched mid the the first trailer we watched on this show. Uh, a year ago when they dropped the first one. Uh, I saw that and was like, I've seen enough. I don't need to see anything else. I think if I, we go back to the to the episode that we did, our most anticipated movies for this year. I think I, that I was I think this my, was my number one. I think this was your number one. Yep. This um, is like a, it's like a two hour, 40 minute movie. The pacing is fantastic. It did not feel sluggish. It didn't like everything. So, uh, so good about it. Okay. I'm 100% with you. So, yeah, this is definitely, like I said, 100% my favorite movie of the year. I don't think this could be any better. And I love that when it started, you guys, the title card came up and I was like, oh, shit, they are definitely doing a second one. Yep. However, yeah. the second one has all but been greenlit. I don't understand why they didn't just shoot it all at once and then, uh, then, then break they, it up. They did not know how they, this would go. They, well, no. The, no, no, the studio, no, no, the studio, no. The studio said to Denis Villeneuve that uh, he, he only agreed to do this if he could do it in, in multiple movies. movies. And they told him, do the first one and we'll see how it does. And depending on critical and monet, like we will, and like they're ready to go start shooting in 2022. Like, so they're just waiting to see what the box office yeah. does because the other problem is this came out still during the pandemic when people aren't um, ready to go. Good thing is that it crossed the $200 million mark this weekend. It opened up overseas first. What was the budget? Uh, 165. 165. All right, let's get a, let's get a sequel. Um, yep. That's what I said. <laughs> it also is the highest, like well above everything else, highest streamed HBO Max day and date release. Um, the biggest opening at the box office for Warner Brothers post-pandemic or during yeah. pandemic. Um, and all around, like great word of mouth, great reviews. You know, like I said, I don't have any negative things to say about doing. I have two negative things. What are they? Um, obviously they had to split the movie up into, into installments. I felt like where they left off was kind of a weird, it like there, there was nothing yeah. leading into the next, there was no, not that it needs to have a cliffhanger per se, yeah. but it's also like, all right, we're going into the desert. It, that's, it didn't feel like it was setting anything up. We'll get to any, it. Any stakes. The other thing was minor thing. And I, that first one was also a minor thing. The other thing was the sword play towards the end with Timothy Chalamet with the like the, the sacred the Chris blade, knife. The, the Chris knife. It felt very like 
empty. It didn't feel like there was any weight to the fight. Especially mm-hmm. the knife felt like it was like a plastic Halloween sword, and the mm-hmm. fighting didn't really feel impressive to me. Opposed to a lot of the other fighting in the beginning so cool. of the movie. But um, those are minor, minor things. So, uh, I, I mean, like that was the thing is that like I didn't, couldn't find anything that threw me off about. It. We came out of that movie and Liz thought I wasn't gonna like it because there wasn't you know action. A mile per minute. I was like, yo. There's a lot of action. I was like, so, Blade Runner 2049 was my favorite movie of 2017. And that movie's three hours long and no joke has like four minutes of action in it. So that's what I was actually thinking like watching this. I was like, I'm really impressed how they approach this and being like, I'm not going to just do like a big explosive, you know, fire here, gunshots there, like war, 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 like all of this kind of big bombastic fighting. Yeah. I think it made it so much more like intimate. Oh, like yeah. it made it so much more character driven. Obviously, I cared but. about every single character mm-hmm. in the movie. There wasn't one person uh, that I could be like, "This person was not integral to the plot at all." Yeah, or at yeah. least integral to the central character's development. Right. right, because every single one of those characters is influencing Paul in some way mm-hmm. or another. Um, and I also think it, I was tense the whole time, the whole time I was worried about what was going to happen in a good way. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I never was just like sitting back, like just taking it in. I, I was, was never bored. the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what I love, uh, first of all, cast is absolutely stacked. Timothy Chalamet, Zendaya, Javier Bardem, who I forgot was in it. Yeah. Batista. Uh, uh, Dave Batista, which I'm glad he's back to playing a guy who's bald and screams. <laughs> um, Stellan Skarsgård. Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac, Rebecca Ferguson, and there's one more Jason big one. Momoa. Jason Momoa. Jason yes, Momoa. Duncan who, Idaho. Who, yeah, which a killer fucking name. Like, yeah. I like yeah. what like a you know American dumbass yeah. macho name. And then be him without facial hair. That was weird. I don't know yeah, if I've ever yeah, seen him without facial hair, and I was like, "You look completely different." Yeah, Liz said his face looked fatter, and I was it like, "That's because it doesn't have hair on it." That's it what his fatter. real chin looks like. Interesting. Um, I uh, I love the performances across the board. Like Timothy Chalamet, I was like, "This guy's just a pretty face." Nah, he's a pretty face, but has the talent to back it up. He's fucking the subtlety in his acting like, was yeah. like really impressive. Um, the uh. Production design and the look of the movie. These are some of the best visual effects mm-hmm. I have seen in my life. And I actually have some some something fun to show you guys. Uh, so Dune was $35 million <laughs> cheap. <laughs> okay. that, that's something right there. Is it because of The Rock? Yeah. Is that $35 Probably. million his salary? Probably. But, but The Rock, I mean, that movie was... Who who was the stars? The Rock, Emily Blunt, Emily Emily Blunt, Blunt. and then uh, um, Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti, who had a supporting so role. This that that had like a couple big stars. This has all the big stars and still came in thirty five million dollars. Yeah. But also the other thing is that they shot on green screens and green screens and needed a lot of time for VFX. Mm-hmm. Whereas this movie, uh, the director was insistent on shooting on real locations. So they went to fucking Arrakis. <laughs> no, um, they, um, so like they went out to the Jordan. Yeah. Um, uh, house. Uh, God damn it. I can't remember. I keep wanting to say Atreus from, uh, from God of War. What's their name? The, the Paul's house. Is that not how it's pronounced? No, it's not Atreus. Is it just broken in my brain from Atre- God of War? Atrasidus or what is it? Um, Atreides. 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 Okay. House Atreides. You was said filmed. Atreus and I couldn't think anything yeah. else. Uh, that, that's how it's been stuck in my head too. Paul, Paul Atre- uh, the House Atreides was filmed. Uh, Kaladin is Norway, mm-hmm. off the shores of Norway. 
Uh, so they're all real locations that they film and not a lot of this was done on green screen. Obviously there was lots of, you know, visual effects done to like, you know, change backgrounds and yeah. stuff, but there was no like real, like they're on blue screens the entire time. Right. Like the, the prequels. Uh, the, the costumes also, did you guys watch the 1984 version, the David Lynch no. version? You've seen it. Mm-hmm. I watched it and I fell asleep about halfway through, but, uh, it's a hard movie to get through. It, it was really, and I love David Lynch, and that was a it was a piece of shit movie. Um, it's not a hundred percent his fault, but uh, a lot of the look of the costumes w- apparently was really inspired by what they had created for that movie. So they they were like pulling elements and yeah. just making yeah. them better. They took a lot of elements from that, and then they were as like as close to like all yeah. of like the like big carrier design, like a mm-hmm. lot of like the, the spacecraft and everything. A lot of that was really pulled from book inspiration, yeah. which was cool. And I think one of the... He's a big fan of the book. The big fan of the and book, yeah. And, like, the other thing is that... Okay, so... I always say that Christopher Nolan's my favorite director. And he is because I think he's... I don't think he's necessarily made a bad movie. I think, like, Tenet was just kind of, like, overindulgent. And, like, it was Christopher Nolan when Warner Brothers gave him $200 million and said, do whatever you want. I feel like, do Jimmy... You, do you count what, uh, Man of Steel? He, he had a hand in that. He produced it. Yeah. He didn't direct it. He's saying director. He didn't write it. You said made. He had a hand in making that. I think they just put his name on it. If I'm honest, either way, um, as far as writer director, that's that's the biggest stretch that I could think of to 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 give him one bad. You don't like his college work, Pat? Um, He, uh, I think he's my like he is my favorite director. But Denis Villeneuve, uh, I can't Villeneuve. Is it Villeneuve or Villeneuve? Because I know there's a V in the. I don't. I don't think you pronounce the second V, but okay. What whatever his name, Dennis. Anyway, <laughs> Dennis Villanova. Uh, Dennis Villanova. No, um, I mean, Prisoners. We watched that at my house in Larchwood, which is the Hugh Jackman, Jake Gyllenhaal, Terrence Howard one. Um, what? Where the uh, their daughters get kidnapped. It's horrible. Was bosses. I there? Yeah, you had to be there. You might have been one of those nights where you came over and fell asleep. That's probably, yeah, that's probably it. <laughs> with your um, eyes open. With your eyes open. Uh, <laughs> no, he's asleep. He's not there. Yeah. Hey, Nick. Hey, he's sleeping, okay? Um, uh, Arrival, I think, is literally a revolutionary in film storytelling. Have you guys seen Arrival? Actually, mm-hmm. have. No, that, you got to make that a priority. That one is fucking insane. Um, Enemy, which is a movie that stars Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, where he finds like his identical twin or something, and Jake Gyllenhaal plays opposite himself the whole movie. It's fucking crazy. That's a regular nutty professor. (laughs) Uh, And Blade Runner twenty forty nine is literally one of the greatest sci fi movies. So you'd put him up there with 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 Nolan, yeah, for sure. And like the fact that, that like. This guy is going so under the radar at this point. Like, it shouldn't be. Yeah, he's making huge movies, but nobody's... You're not like, hearing about him. If you're not, like, somebody in the know... If you ain't us, yeah, pretty much, you know? Yeah, he, but, should, he should be a household name. Yeah, uh, I think this will, because yeah. everybody seems to love it. And it's not like Blade Runner, where it was well-reviewed and people like it, but it they lost $100 million on that movie, because it really? did not make any money. It's wild. Um, when did it come out? 2017. And that's this wild. Harrison Ford and Ryan Gosling, like, what yeah, the fuck? you would. Think. Have you seen it? I actually haven't seen it, and that was one of the ones I was like hyped about. You should watch. Never there got you around. Go. You should watch. You're it. part of the reason part they the lost problem. money. I'm just saying, you know. But I also was like really excited about the original Blade Runner, and then I just couldn't make it through. Like, well, there's seven different cuts of that movie, and yeah. there's only one that that's canonical now. Which that's one is that? The director's cut. Is it the one Scott's with the unicorn? Cut. No, it's not the one with the unicorn. <laughs> I know which one you're talking about. It's not the one with the unicorn. Um. Uh, but yeah, 
uh, performances by cast. All of them are amazing. Like even Jason Momoa was not Jason Momoa in this movie. Right. And yeah. I was like, that is very impressive for Jason Momoa. Mm-hmm. Stephen McKinley Henderson. This guy. Oh, he was great. He oh, was right. my favorite. Yeah. Like he felt, even though he was a small part, he felt so natural. Yes. Everything. He was a real person. Um, see, uh, Visual effects. Amazing. I already talked about that. Uh, scenery and production design. I am fascinated with how all this shit works. Because in the lore of Dune, uh, which was the prequel series that was written by Frank Herbert's son and Frank Herbert's son's writing partner, I think it is, they actually established that I like to think that Dune takes place in our timeline because they have a Because there's war. a guy with the last name Idaho. <laughs> well, there's <laughs> what that. Is it? It's like, isn't it like they year have a war? 10,000 something? Yeah. And, a, and thousands of years before that, they had a war with AI technology that rose up. So in the ashes of that, the empire formed and the empire banned all AI. So that's why it's like this futuristic stone analog, age, yeah. analog type. I'm like, I like even those, I forget what the name of the, the, the ships are that they're flying are called. Um, I'll look it up real quick. One that are like the balloons cool. basically. No, 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 no. The, um, that actually, that balloon scene, we'll, we'll get to it. That, uh, the one that looked a little hokey. Like a little hokey. Yeah. yeah. It was just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but the, the, the ships that they fly, there's no computers in that. Like mm-hmm. that's all handled oh, like by the, the dragonfly yeah. ships. Um, yeah. Those yeah. were cool. Uh, let me, and I'm trying to, um, while he's doing that, um, I know this, you know, uh, it's from source material that's, you know, decades old. I was getting a lot of uh, Afghanistan vibes. Well, that's the thing, no? Like that's that's like the it's like you know a, a desert world yeah. that is rich in you know minerals. and and then you have a, you yeah. know a bunch of different superpowers coming in and nobody yeah. really knows how to handle it. Well, I thought the uh, House Harkonnen was the Soviets, yeah, and then House Atreides is you know they're the ones with the most political clout and you know, most pull in the universe, and you know. They come in and then they're set up to fail. Yeah, you know, so it makes there's the you, Wait, you can say, see it say the Dave de- de- Chappelle his, line. His, what? what can be what said? said about Afghanistan? <laughs> it hasn't already been said about Arrakis. <laughs> uh, yeah. The best part was is that when they were talking about we have sea and sky power, uh, he's like we, we desert power. desert power. Um, we'll get into it in spoilers. We'll do it in just two minutes. When they talk, when you see the, you know, the part at the end where right before, exactly right before he said that, I leaned over to Liz. I was like, desert power. And then he, I was like, he said <laughs> it, <laughs> he said it, he did it, he done did it. And when, when, when she called the worm and pulled out the things, I was like, oh, that's what that means. Like it, you know what I mean? Like it, everything they dropped in front of you while they're telling the story like it didn't. None of it felt random. It was well, all purposeful. I mean, like again, going back to the 1984 version, they were hamstrung by originally David Lynch had signed up to do multiple movies, and then the studio kind of pressured like, him into psych. doing one movie in how long was that? Two hours? Three? All right, three they're hours. called uh, orn- ornithopters. Ornithopters, yeah. and they're ac- they were actually functional. What? Yep. They the built- Dune production designer says. That uh, they couldn't the fly, dragon, but they actually dragonfly-shaped like, aircrafts were f- actually fully functional. 
I don't believe that. I feel like they, like they like they would actually move and stuff, but I don't believe that they flew. Yeah, they were mechanically functional. Yeah. I don't think they could take flight. But look, just oh, to finish okay, that, look at the fucking Aronofsky just, guys. Just to here. finish the uh, that point, um, you know, like in the 1984 version, um, there's a big, huge two and a half minute uh, monologue just to set up the world and the lore. Whereas this one. I You're talking about the beginning? In the, yeah, well, yeah. I mean... Well, there's that. Throughout, then, throughout yeah. this whole movie, it's it's show, don't tell. Mm-hmm. It to, you know, the same way that I felt about um, Mad Max Fury Road. You don't need to hold our hand. Just have it be lived-in worlds, and we'll follow along. We, That's my we'll get favorite it. thing for movies with that. Like, when it's like, you don't sit there and you spoon-feed me shit. It's just like, this exists in the background, and you see a character use it. And you're like, oh, that's what that's mm-hmm. for. And the guys, they'll the they'll guys, say a word and then we'll repeatedly hear it. Oh, right. okay, it's, this it's word like means this It's like how a baby thing. learns. And yeah. like, it's just right. so satisfying let's, to watch uh, on camera. Let's do spoilers now because we don't have too much time left and I want to get to a lot of stuff. Spoilers. Uh, the Jason guys, Momoa dies. <laughs> the guys uh. who roll their eyes back. Oh, that was so that cool. That was so fucking that cool. That was so cool. It's like, yeah, sure. Let me just check my database. <laughs> you know what I mean? Are you really checking the database? Yeah. Uh, delete my I think I downloaded history. the wrong Squid Game. <laughs> um, uh, right off the bat, the uh, the space nuns. Oh, spooky! Scary. I want to know, know more about the space nuns. Oh, I think we'll get more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, they're what oh. are they called? The Ben Ben Gassets or something like that. Ben Gay. Ben, uh, ben, ben Jesuits Gay. or something. Yeah, ben Jesuits. That's what they are. Close yeah. to that or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So you know who, what? Who the emperor is in the nineteen eighty four version, right? You don't know anything about the emperor. I've watched. Here's what's missing videos, but I don't know anything about. I'm it. really excited to see what what they do with the emperor because. The Emperor's in the very beginning it's of the Sheev other version. It's Sheev Palpatine. It's yeah, Sheev. <laughs> He's a clone. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because I'm wondering how they're going to handle a lot of shit kind of moving forward. Because um, I feel like this could easily be like three to four movies yeah. with where they're at. I mean, yeah. it's definitely going to be at least Liz's two to three. mom read the book. So she said that they're, they are literally at the halfway point of the book right now. Yeah. Where no, Paul of, joins the Fremens. Right. Um, there's a lot of shit that continues to go down and everything, but I actually really think one of the coolest parts of the movie for me was when they were doing all of like the visions and things that he had and that obviously they were like different. Oh, uh, not to cut you off. Let's go back to the visions real quick. The reason why there's so many Zendaya inserts (laughs) is because while they were doing these, uh, uh, I'm just going to say the the director DV, uh, Stevie liked say Dennis. <laughs> Dennis liked her so much working with her that he was just like, let's just keep doing this. And so he shot a bunch of, you know, these like Dior commercials. Yeah. Which doesn't mean that you and need then, to put them in the and movie. And then insert her into the plot more so she's in that the was movie a, That more. was a little uh, obnoxious. Uh, you know, it was well, like, the same thing with, um, what's that movie? Uh, uh, Help, I Got Attacked by a Bear. Um, oh, uh uh, Are you talking about Tom uh, Hardy Leo? eats a squirrel? Yeah, uh, the re- the revenant. revenant, the revenant. Uh, so, so what? What's the matter, Rick? Tom Hardy <laughs> eats a squirrel. Yeah, that monologue is like I, I, I saw I saw God that day. And I Help shot Nate. Um, I got attacked by a bear. Uh, that movie is like the. If you took out all the vision sequences of his wife, that movie would be a 10 out of 10. But that movie gets knocked down by like two points because they are in the middle of the plot. While shit's like getting crazy, they go back to these weird like visions of his wife. I thought you were yeah. talking about Inception. <laughs> that too. <laughs> do they do that in Inception? 
It's, I mean, there's a bunch of flashbacks, flashbacks yeah. for Maul. Yeah. But those were good. Those were good flashbacks. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but what were you gonna say about the vision? What I was saying about the vision, because I think I'm a, I'm a little, I'm in agreement with what you're about to say. I think <laughs> it, that, that, that. I think Whoa. it was, I think it was super cool how they approached them because technically there are versions of potential futures of things that happen. Is the way that story goes. And that's like, not how I read it at all. Well, that's like the the story of yeah, yeah, the story of he's supposed to be that like crush uh, blah 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 yeah, blah thingy. This, he's Who's supposed the to be the chosen one he's because he got be the midichlorians. The exactly, white savior. So he's I mean, which again, remember this again came before Star Wars and Star Wars ripped off a lot of this. a lot of this. Yeah. But so he's the supposed voice, to be the yeah. force. There, he's supposed to be a chosen one, and he's supposed to be able to essentially see the golden timeline. Is like what, and then he's supposed to be able to see all of these different timelines and be like, if we do these actions, we are on the best timeline, and he's supposed to lead them to oh, that right, timeline. Right, right. So that's what he's supposed to do. But I actually really like that you see all of like the, you kind of see certain ones, and you see ones where he dies. You see where like things different happen. Um, and at the very end, like when when he's going to when he has to fight that guy, and he had that vision prior that he was like, this man is going to be a mentor. This man's going to teach me. This man's going to do that. And then it's like, oh, fuck, I got to kill this guy. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was super cool in a way of like, you're not only showing it that he has these different potential views of the future, but it's also like you can interpret it differently. It's like right. that man was supposed to mentor him. And it's like, well, you did learn a lesson from him about this. So See, it's that's like, what I thought. It was. I thought it was he's getting these visions. And this is somebody who hasn't read the book. I thought it was the visions were you know, not going to exactly be the truth, but you have to interpret them. So when he, in the vision, he's like going to be a mentor to him. This, this moment when he meets him in real life is a mentoring moment and you are learning about the world and what your journey forward is going to be. But it, the, the visions are going to just tell you, like here's, here's exactly what what's going to happen. Well, that's why, that's why when he's doing the test and the, the nun lady is like, do things that you do your vision, do your dreams always right. play out exactly how they play out? And he's like, sometimes not, she not gets, exactly. She gets pissed off because if, if he was like, yes, and it would be like, you're the golden child. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the Baron. Uh, I was disgusted in all the right ways mm -hmm. by the Baron. The scene where Oscar Isaac is paralyzed naked in the chair and he's out of focus while he floats over. I was like, this is some horror movie shit, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's yep. some horror movie shit. Um, well, he's like a powerful dude and used to be like a really kind of like fit, awesome, powerful guy. And then the, the, um, the nun lady cursed him like years ago and made him like a fat flesh blob. <laughs> That's why he floats. Yeah. I also really loved, um, polka dot man. Um, yeah, oh, actually <laughs> I forget what his real name is. Loved his eyebrow inclusion. Yeah. yeah. I have, um, I have some tweets about, Oh, you want to do some tweets? Uh, yeah, I'll pull them Is up. Is now right a good now. time for that? Yeah, yeah, we'll fucking pull them up. We don't got to derail the whole conversation because I have yet to. <laughs> so, this dude is having <laughs> freaking year of his life. And then we have, uh, he actually responded to this with this. It's been a dream as a lifelong geek. I'm living Nerdvana. <laughs> Nerdvana. <laughs> um, can we get a dude in part two before we get Avatar? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, currently watching Dune the way Denis Villeneuve intended it. Of course, we already talked about this one. Uh, and then, so we have Dune rocked. The one part where the little man is inhaling the spice. He's acting all like the cop who touched the fentanyl and started freaking out. And then my personal favorite, Dune, girl, that's a booty hole. If, they, if someone doesn't make uh, sandworm... 
uh, flashlights. Oh, what, what are we Jesus! Doing? <laughs> Why did you have to put that in my brain? Um, a Chris. <laughs> like light. Yeah, yeah. The outside is the yeah. Chris, and the inside is the. Well, sandworm. the sandblaster. I thought I was like, stick your dick in that. You go ahead. <laughs> yeah, huh? The sandblaster. You know the one like the little thing. The sand mean. compactor. I think it was called something like no, that. No, compactor means they put it all together. This was like pushing it away. It was the thing that he had the. the That's how we got out of the me, it, it seemed like there was some type of like magnetic pulse to it, where like the sand kind of you know it formed. I don't know. I think it's just a thing to blast sand away so they can clear paths. Yeah. I think it's yeah. Um, let's talk about the worms. Worms. The worms. They were wormy. Fucking dope. Um, the part when the the first excavator gets swallowed, I was like, these are way more massive than I thought they were. Mm-hmm. Like, way more massive. Like, did you see the teeth come out yeah. first? I also um, thought I was like, what nutritional value will an excavator have to a giant sandworm? Yeah. Um. I mean, you you know, like what the actual you know about deal. nutrition. <laughs> it's just basically they're like, this is my shit. Don't touch it. Yeah, and I, I, but I realized, like, I found out why, and that's because the worms actually make the spice right mm-hmm. by consuming the sand that they move through. Oh. So that's why that's why they're so integral. Because like, why don't they just fucking murder these things? No, you need them. Yeah, you need, you need them, and that and that's it makes sense that the indigenous people would know how to coexist with the worms. Yeah. You know, hence why she that's put some avatar when, shit. When she put the thumper out, she had the two hooks out because she was gonna ride. She was the, ready to ride, ride it. Yeah. the worm back home. You know what She's I mean? She giving him a call in a taxi cab. Yeah, the- exactly. Um, yeah, this movie. that that scene where where the the excavator got eaten up, that was a great action scene, and it didn't have to be about like warring factions or anything. It just like beat the clock kind of thing. That was great. It was very that's tense. A good, that's a good point. There's not a lot of like man versus environment things where there's not like a King Kong environment yeah. factor, like a single evil. The big more thingy. the more we talk about it, the more I realize that this is like. This is what Avatar should have been yeah. in the sense that like it's this grand epic that is full of special effects, but the characters are all really great. The plot makes sense. There's and a whole like, protect the nature thing. There's exa- a whole fight and, back. Like, that's kind of my people. point is that like this is, you know, a Pocahontas story more or less because he's going to fall in love with Zendaya. Like that's that's what they're setting. I mean, up we here. all have. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we all have uh, and continue to. And yeah. if you're in a movie or not. Yeah. Tom Holland's <laughs> the only one who's, you know, he's really. Seeing the benefits of that. Uncharted him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uncharted, more like uncharted. <laughs> there there right, it is. Yeah. Yeah. That was my joke. You saw that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just want everyone to know. Yeah. Wait, wait. We'll cut this out. Just say, just say it again, and we'll cut Pat's out. Yeah. Uncharted? You mean uncharted? Yeah. Oh. Anyway. Oh, uh, so original. <laughs> <laughs> Got it in. So nice. Almost missed it. Um, what the fuck are we talking about? Dune. Zendaya. We're Zendaya. About, oh God. Uh, I I want the blue eyes. Where do I get those contacts? You already got them, bro. Do I look that? No, dude. Not as nice like as this. Danny, it's but blue like this. still pretty blue. No, you you need like you know CMYK. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Um. Talk, so the the spice, right? What they live off of the fremens. So nice. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love the uh, how it like it boosts. Hum- it sounds like a fucking it's MLM, a drug, uh, protein shake. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it boosts your life. It it prolongs human life, but also boners. Uh, but it's yeah, it's basically <laughs> prolongs your boner. The Cialis of of space, the little blue pill. Um, That's why it's the most valuable. <laughs> and the um, 
I'm trying to think of the, I guess like, you know, they, use, they, they refine it so they can use it to fucking, uh, travel interstellar interstellarly. Yeah. Well, they like, I'm, I can't remember. I think it's that like the navigators use it to like travel into like they have the technology, but I think it's like the, the to navigate. It's like, cause it's like a hallucinogen. So I think it's like them. Ta- oh. I think Tapping I can't remember into the universe. I can't remember if that's right or not, but that I, sounds about I, right. I think that's what it is. I think it's like, so, you know, they just get high and they're like, you got to go left. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, bro, you got to go this way. Oh, no, you seven elevens. Like that plays into the whole, like um, the, the banning of AI so and stuff. And before, the fact that it's like low we, tech. Yeah. Before we switch over to clip of the week, I do want to talk about the plot at large. So basically what's going on here is house, uh, house Harkin, Harkin or Harkonnen, Harkonnen is there for like 80 plus years and the emperor calls them off and house atreides is there to form a treaty with the fremens and to continue to mine spice the issue there is that the emperor is actually threatened by house atreides and he makes a deal with house harkonnen to come back and which is a really weird plan to come back and basically catch them off guard and they they make a deal with the doctor to let yeah. you know to Kill Oscar Isaac. You know, he was Duke great. Leto. I he loved was really him. Good. Who the doctor? The doctor. Oh, I I thought you were talking about Oscar Isaac. I was like, well, he, he was. He's I, great in everything. He's great in everything. But the I'm, part, the part where uh, Paul says, like, "What if I don't want it?" And he's like, "Well, if you choose not to lead, then you've been all that I ever wanted you to be, and that was my son." I was just like, "Ugh." I was like, that's, Papa, like yeah, that's another Papa. great that's another great thing where it doesn't set up this whole like the the trope of the dad being the hard ass like this you gotta do this this is your birthright and now you're you're it's like hey man if you don't want to do this that's your journey to hell with your honor they tried to kill my son <laughs> it's like why would you resign bro that's your job right now it's like to get <laughs> shit done um so. Obviously, they ended up taking back Arrakis and they with support of the Empire's army. Right, right. Yeah. And they basically take out all of House Atreides, pretty much. Uh, and Paul and his mom are the only ones left. So, you know, this is going to be one of those things. Let's go hang out with the worm people and then let's learn their ways. I showed them some of mine, dances with wolves, and then we're going to go back with the worms and take it all Fuck back. It's, it's, yeah. it's essentially what that is because House Atreides <laughs> is like one of the most like recognizable and notable fighters and like warriors in the whole universe. Right. Um, and then the Fremen people also because you saw them like pop up from the sand and like kill a lot of the dudes. It's like so when he trains all of them together, you know, it's going to be like a hell of a good army. Well, you saw the flashback. It's with like the- when uh, what's the general that came over from France and trained the 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 fucking, um, you know, the the uh, Revolutionary War. Army. Who's the French general that came? I don't know. Lafayette. 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 Yeah, there you wow. go. Yeah. I knew it was something with an L, but I couldn't remember. <laughs> I was like, like Luke? Chef Boyardee. Luigi? <laughs> when Luigi came <laughs> <Yeah>. from France. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, going back. So a couple of things that I didn't know The going into it. The Baron is Duke Leto's cousin. Mm-hmm. And the Baron, uh, what's her name? Um... Rebecca Ferguson's character is actually the Baron's daughter. She doesn't know that yet. Though. She doesn't know that yet. Also, the the nuns, the nuns are the ones that help put this plan into motion with right. the help of the Emperor. So those are all revelations I'm waiting to see play out. Because like the nuns the, like run everything. Yeah, it's like yeah. The, yeah. The um the part where uh, what's his name is uh, kicking desert Will I Am's ass. Uh. What's uh, <laughs> Timothy Chalamet? Yeah, there we go. Um, where Paul Paul is, uh, you know, 
kicking that guy's ass and he's like, do you yield? Do you yield? And he says, Rebecca, he first, not know he's it. like, he's, he's never taken a life before. I was like, I was sitting there going, take a life ball. Take it. You've earned this. Take his fucking life. Do it. Like this just goes back to squid game. Yeah, <laughs> You're like, I wouldn't hesitate yeah, to kill a man. I would not, like, come on, bro. Like what? He's like, there is no yielding. And it's obvious he's a better fighter. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, and that's, what's going to be cool is seeing, like you said before, seeing the Fremen tactics, um, with house Atreides soldiers, like, and know. it's also because he's like, I, he did what like Dr. Strange did. And he's like, I looked at like 15 different possibilities of this and kind of like saw how I, you fight. I love, I, I love the, the suits, the, uh, the sweatsuits. They're you know? dope. Yeah. yeah. And I like the those, whole, those came from, Oh, so I saw, this is a, I haven't watched watch Mojo in a while. I put one on this morning. Um, those suits are based off of the 1984 Dune suits and probably also off the books. The, the suits that they uh, from that from the original movie were then took uh, were used um, for the Tim Burton Batman movies. Interesting, really. The black, you know, like sweat, you know, like mm-hmm. if you pull it up, mm-hmm. um, and that like a lot of uh, Tim Burton took a lot from like the 1984 Dune. That's so did, incredible. So did <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seemed like a lot of people just was like, I'm gonna take that. Take that. Well, I mean, the Alaskan bullworm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sandworm, Beetlejuice. Exactly. Yeah. Beetlejuice grabbed yeah, There you go. Michael Keaton, Michael Beetlejuice, Keaton. and Batman. Yeah. Tim Burton did Tim both Burton's of just them. ripping everything off. Tim Burton's ripping, him, ripping himself off. But yeah, uh, we're we're getting short on time here. So um, let's oh, uh, yeah. Uh, so for me, ten out of ten. Fucking see this on literally the biggest screen that you can. I'm gonna watch it later in the week on HBO Max. I'm probably gonna watch it with my cousins in Florida what, too. What is the difference between a regular movie and IMAX? Aspect ratio. Okay, that's it. Also, like, the literally sounds, how? Sounds. Yeah. Also, like literally, how, like how much of the image you're getting? You're missing about. I think it's like twenty six to thirty percent of an of the image of an IMAX image when you're watching it in a standard. Uh, I watched, I saw it uh, in IMAX and the screen was like not that different at all. All I noticed was this is really loud. Yeah, no, it definitely is mixed differently. It was, I mean, just the IMAX uh, theater at the Mammoth Mall in Eatontown. Oh, that's not like the greatest one. No, I was, I was pretty disappointed when I went in there. I went, like I said, I went to the one at Jersey Gardens. It's the biggest one around here and there's no fucking dead pixel like in Shang-Chi. So I can't remember specifically, but like normal surround sound is like (laughs) 5.1 surround. We had to do some work like for a different IMAX spec and we had to like completely outfit new speakers. I think it's like a 24 channel thing or something crazy. Wow. Yeah, it's so, nuts. Yeah. Plus, if you sit two thirds of the way back in the center, that's where Sweet the spot. sound, the the engineer mixes the movie. So that's if you want the best sound, that's the seats to get. Mm-hmm. I did not have those seats. Hard to do. I didn't have bad seats. But I, I got seats where I was like, all right, there is not one place that I like that I need to just look straight because my eyes got everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cool. Good times. It's good times. Go what about Dune. you guys? I would say 10. Yeah. 10 I, 10. I enjoyed every minute of it. You're going to watch Dune now? Yeah. No, I, I wanted to. I just, it's so long. <laughs> it's a, watch it's it on, watch it, it on HBO Max at least. So like you can watch it at home. It doesn't feel long at all. No, it, it really did. It did flow by. Flo- yeah. Flew by. Floated yeah. by. It flowed by. Go see oh, he's it. back. Copy. Motherfucker. Should All right. Uh, hit the song, Jess. Sure. All right, Nick. Better wow me this week. Um, I don't know if this is a wower. I pulled this one out la- last second, but uh, it's a fun one. Let's see it. 
<laughs> oh, they drive oh. away! Wow. There's a lot of people flying out of the front of cars in these clips lately. I'm a yeah. fan of this guy. Well, he was under the hood working on something, and then this fucking... I'm glad he didn't get, like, run over by the car. She's like, let me. Pick Is there it. somebody in the car? I don't know. Yeah, there's somebody in the, either the driver's seat or the passenger seat of the car that got hit. You don't think it's like an airbag that popped? Maybe. Look in the window. <laughs> or maybe it's something hanging. I think from it's the, something moving, but yeah. Dude, that fucking sucks. Like, you're there trying to fix your car that's broken down, and somebody just, like, hope, slams I into it. she got arrested. There's, like, far too many cars and things The reason driving. this happened is because she was, like, checking her fucking Starbucks app, and she was like, well, how much money do I have left? She definitely still went and got coffee after that, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, for I love that. <laughs> yeah, he ragdolls. Dolls. Yeah. Oh, How do you think you're going to get away with, like, your car leaking shit in the front? Like, very recently, like, crashed into something. Not well. The fuck? Hello? You don't <laughs> want to save it? No, I do. Hello? I have it already saved. Um, the other thing I think is worth mentioning, I told this to Mike the other day, uh, the Grand Theft Auto Definitive Trilogy got mm -hmm. confirmed. Mm -hmm. San Andreas is on Game Pass on day one release, and it has multiplayer. With the updated graphics and everything? Yes. I've seen oh. a I've seen a lot of tweets that are like the look how they massacred my boy. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah wait, yeah. why did he, he still looks like garbage? Yeah, I mean it's not gonna look great. It's gonna look better than it was. But I mean but. his arms are still like polygons. Yeah, I mean like it's still cartoony, and that's like kind no, of no, no. Vibe, don't so. get me wrong. I don't mind if it's cartoony, but other characters look like they have rounded surfaces, and he still looks like you know like we'll Laura Croft. We'll, we'll with have to the see if it's like dudes. actual or if they're just like someone like low res. Either way. I'm fucking excited to play that game. Yeah. It has yeah. some of the best cheats, some of the best gameplay modes. God, I miss cheats in video games. Yeah. They're still around. They're like, I'm talking you like just Tony have Hawk to cheats. unlock them and then turn them on. You gotta pay for them. And yeah. Them. <laughs> Dude, that, that game, San Andreas, had like um, Citizens Riot. Mm -hmm. And it would just be like, I would turn that mode on and just like run around and try to survive because every the whole town is just going nuts. And now he loves zombie games. Now I love zombie games. <laughs> get, that game also had uh, gang wars too. Gang that wars. Was that was great. Yeah. And you had to go and defend your turf. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's good times. It's good. Jetpack. I can't wait to play it. Yeah. Jetpack. Uh, the jet. Bigfoot is in that game. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. He's in that one and Grand Theft Auto 5. And, and he, Bigfoot Simulator. Yes. Yes. We should play that. I played it the other night. I would be down. Yeah. I'd be down to play. It, it looks right. horrible. Well, uh, it is. This was. It's not good. Uh, this is the end of uh, episode fifty-two. If you like this, uh, like the video and uh, what's it called? Um, give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to our channel. Thanks so much. Thanks to you guys for being here, Jess. Once again, Woo. thanks for coming back. We'll see you guys not next Sunday, but next Tuesday for our Halloween show. Bye bye. <laughs>